Support for the BingeCast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BINGE20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. We just received the performance package 4.0 by Manscaped, and whoa, 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 well, it's a game changer. <laughs> Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Look, guys, we get all swampy and ripe on the best days, right? But the crop reviver toner is the perfect touch-up to your balls on a hot and humid day in my personal favorite just a little dabble do put it on your balls and make sure you don't massage too long law pete and myself we're all hairy dudes right and regular maintenance can be a hassle so much hair so much coverage but the lawnmower 4.0 with its cutting edge ceramic blade reduces grooming accidents thanks to its advanced skin safe technology and the 400k led spotlight helps you with a more precise shave overall and take Law's advice. Get a leaf blower for cleanup. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BINGE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And make sure you use the code BINGE20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free. For only $5 a month, premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the BingeCast. Cast. I'm Pete Setnick, and I work for Binge Media, and I am once again here with, you heard it from that glorious sound there, Mr. Ammon Gilbert. What's up? What's up, you fucking guys? Like what are you doing, you fucking son of a bitch? You know, I was listening to Moreno's ball commercial. <laughs> you can't get like, past it. You have to talk about it. I was like, <laughs> how how many to- how many takes do you think that took him to get through? Like, he's, he keeps it pretty straight. Yeah. 
I don't know. He's a, a professional. He's, he's a professional, but I'm thinking that there's no professional can say some of those <laughs> lines with a straight face <laughs> after like a lot of takes, right? Like he, it took a long time to get that that going. Is my is my is my theory? I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him next time I see it's him. It's possible. I, I could see him probably uh, laughing while writing it, like pen and paper or uh, typing it, and then. Taking a few breaths and saying this is yeah. serious. I don't want to sit here all night and um, record audio for this. So, yeah, like he did math of eight million balls. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a lot going on, a lot of balls, uh, and then the the names of the various products, like the the weed whacker, yeah, and the lawnmower. I just I don't see anybody reading that and and and, and going through at <laughs> least breaking down at least one time. Maybe. Maybe maybe he could uh, either if he's on next week or uh, call in or the next time you two are on together. I'm sure. I'm gonna fucking ask him all all the manscaped questions <laughs> I can think of. They have nothing to do with the product. It's about his uh, recording. Just his execution. <laughs> yeah. How many takes? Uh, how many? You know, I imagine each line was like a separate recording. Maybe he stitched it all together. And maybe yeah. that's it. That's podcast magic at work. Is, or uh, one take, one take, Alex. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like he, he does said. not like to edit, so no. one take, Alex, could be what happened. I can't wait to hear the behind the ad with Alex and Evan. That should be a <laughs> I separate. I can't believe show. you haven't asked this yet. Are you going to think that every time? Like, how is he keeping a straight face? This whole fucking thing is so ridiculous. I don't think I've uh, have I recorded with him. I think we did a full binge, but it was like too late. To ask him, or, or it was too late in the night, too. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Well, welcome, Ammon. You are back, back to back weeks here, buddy. Yeah. Um, we talked about a few things that you were gonna watch throughout the week. Uh, you fell asleep during some. I don't know if you finished time. any. What was that? I said every time. I can't watch anything without taking a little nap. That's okay. Just a little, just a little nap. Now wake up, refresh. That's, a, that's all right. More. And last week was oh, what was last week's full binge? Damn it, Moonfall. Was it the Moonfall commentary? I think so. I think it was. Yeah. So Moonfall commentary was last week. Uh, this week's full binge is a, another commentary of Gangs of New York with uh, Alex and Jack Falvey. Oh. And I just finished their Departed commentary yesterday. It took me a few days to get through it because it's a long. Long movie. Long that, movie. That's yeah. a great commentary too. So if um, no one I hope there's a lot of Boston accents being played out. I think that, they, yeah, they imitate commentary. Matt Damon. They imitate uh, Martin Sheen a lot, and they do the Baldwin, a lot of Baldwin lines. So yeah, a lot of swears. Yeah, that, that was a great commentary. So I'm sure uh, Gangs, nice. of, Gangs of New York is really good. But if you don't know what the full binge is, that is the full four to five hour full show. Um, which is after this show. So you add this this two hours right here plus another two at the end. You go to patreon.com backslash Patreon. Patreon back, backslash uh, binge media. Five bucks a month gets you that um, second half of the show, whether it's a commentary or a game that Law Alex and I play or uh, a game with other people or other commentaries with other uh, staff members or Falvey's got a lot of great shows on that network. Uh, so five bucks gets you a lot of a lot of good stuff, a lot a lot more content, a lot more show. So check that out. Uh, tonight we got we're gonna go over some voicemails, uh, a lot of TV, not a lot of TV, um, but enough I got TV, man. I got but TV. enough TV because I think you and I are gonna do uh, if everyone wants to um, 
just get the Stranger Things season four trailer up and ready to go. I think we're going to yeah. uh, do a live watch of that because I have not watched it yet. What? I thought we were waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to pre-watch anything. There's no. Oh, I'm doing a live. No, I thought we were. <laughs> I thought we had a, we were going to give a commentary on it. Yeah, I'm good. I get I'm... it. All right, oh. let's. I don't give a fuck. I've probably forgot it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited. I already forgot it. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and then we have a lot of a um, lot of movies, a lot of lot of stuff. Today. A lot of fucking roundups going on. A, brand, a lot of roundups this week, dude. A brand new roundup. Oh my <laughs> oh, god. Oh shit. Oh shit. We'll get there. We'll get there. And what'd you watch? Uh, but Ammon, again, you are the uh, host of honor. So. Um, TV, voicemails, or what'd you watch? Let's do the order you just described. Ooh, I did TV. Did I start with TV? Yeah, because I'm real excited to talk Severance. All right, here we go. Get it out of the way. Do it. All right, Ammon, um, I think one of the newest shows that uh, – uh, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with Moon Knight, get that out of the way? Uh, well, Moon Knight will be quick because I didn't watch it. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's all you, dude. Thanks. Okay, that so... was uh, episode three. No, uh, reason being my kid's out of town and I know he'll want to watch it, so I just – I'm hold, I held off. Oh, okay. This week didn't watch because that's a show we watch together, so I, I don't have to watch it twice. All right. So Moon Knight episode three, it gets a little bit bigger as far as like, um, I guess, I guess the behind the scenes of uh, Conchu or whoever his name is. Yeah. Um. So you the get more of like mummy. that little not the... backstory, but you get like the a little bit more gist. Yeah, okay, good. This, good. this episode was, was like chock full, and for me, I'm just like, what? Wait, what? Like me, the little dum-dum that I am, just like, this is too much. Just give me like one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It first, I don't too know. complicated? I, probably not. Probably not for 99% of the world. Like, I, I felt that episode one was complicated because I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And then I felt this episode two was great because I knew what was happening well, are you I, back to not really knowing what's happening or there's just too much? Well, not to be cocky, to but I was good for episode one and two. <laughs> I don't <laughs> – I think three, they tried to clean up what people were trying to grasp in one and two. And then I'm like, wait, huh? I don't know. I, I, this week has been is kind of a blur. I'm going to do my best to <laughs> remember a lot of, of um, what I've watched. Uh, but I'm still in. Oscar Isaac is definitely the savior of this show. He is his acting in this episode where he switches back and forth personality, like on camera in real time, is fucking yeah. brilliant. Nice. Um, it's still a great show. It's just I don't know what happened this episode. Maybe like just the time and place I was while watching this. I was maybe wasn't in the mood for this. Yeah, I, I don't know. But it I'm almost d- sounds like I should have planned on watching this twice. <laughs> yeah. I may have good. to watch that third episode or at least get a previously on just to give me the Cliff Notes version. 
but yeah, I'm still in. I, I don't want to be negative towards that episode just because I had a, a lazy watch or a, you know, un- yeah. com- compre- comprehensible watch. So that's not on. It's not on the show. That's on me. So. I'll be there for episode four, though. I'm sticking through this whole season. I can't wait to see. It's it's your favorite. It's my favorite show on right now because it's the only show I'm watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's all I have besides our Severance spoiler review and then obviously the Stranger Things trailer. So what else you got? All right. That's great. No, that's good. Oh, let's do this. Let's do the. Uh, uh, let me get through a couple other shows. Yeah, go right ahead. And then we'll get the fucking Severance, also known as my favorite show of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> uh, all right, so I all uh, so I caught up with Ozarks. Okay. I was um, about midway through season four, part one. Okay. And now I'm all the way through season four, part one. I'm a little annoyed that Netflix keeps calling like full seasons part one and two, but like, why don't you just fucking call it season four and season five? Am and not to uh, put a uh, wrench in the old uh, whatever they're called, but Stranger Things is doing the same thing. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm like, what the fuck, Netflix? Just call it. We're not in an era where seasons of shows start in like the fall. So you debut something in one month, and the next month you put another one. It could be separate seasons. That's cool. They don't have to be part one, part two. They're both eight fucking ten episodes each or whatever. I remember Lost used to do that. I hate to bring up Lost all the time. But... <laughs> I got to bring up old shit, man. I know. If Alvy shuts off the show, too, when he listens to this. As soon as I say Lost. He's like, he's lost. He but lost I remember him. Lost doing that, part one, part two. And that was it's so stupid. And I'm like, ah, oh, what, what's what's the point? It's, it's either like a filming, like production thing. Like they start, yeah. they're filming, like they're still filming, but want to get it out. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know either. But anyway, uh, season four, part one of Ozarks. Uh, pretty great. Uh, I, I think it took, you know, I'm, I, I'm in for this show. I really loved seasons one, two. And three, this one starts strong, gets a little, like the kid kind of sucks. They have a son mm-hmm. and he's like, fuck you guys. He's just, he's just being a kind of, he's just a, being a little brat. <laughs> and I get a little annoyed at his, at, at him. Yeah. Uh, he has good reason for it. It's just, I don't particularly care for that storyline. Like I'm just annoyed by this kid and like, he doesn't want to, he just does everything he can to not listen to his parents. Yeah. And uh, it's fucking annoying. Also, like when they started this show, this kid looked like his age, and now this kid looks twenty five. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got real old, real, real fucking quick. quick. Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, dude. Um, but no, it's uh, it ended on a the mid season finale. Let's just, I guess that's what this is called. That's the mid season finale ended yeah. on a pretty fucking crazy note. And then I saw the trailer for the second half of this season, which drops. On the 29th, it's later this month sometime. Okay. Um, looks fucking awesome. So I'm super stoked on it. <laughs> so they're not in production, basically. They're, they're not. No, they, fucking, <laughs> they just filmed the whole fucking thing in one, one shot. I don't know. It was so weird. But anyhow, I would give this part a season. I'd give it like a. It's like a strong seven and a half. Okay. I think the other seasons I would have given a stronger eight. 
Uh-huh. Mine even had a nine in there at some point because I fucking Damn. love this show. It's very, um, I know you tapped out, but yeah, like it to me, it's it's a it's so similar to Breaking Bad, right? Where you got this regular dude, mm-hmm. and then he has to become a fucking criminal mastermind, and then it's just shenanigans, and um, mm-hmm. that's that's what's going on. So it was, but it was good, and it ended on a and it going in a direction that I was. Getting stoked on so now is this second half supposed like the last season ever or they yeah this is the final final this is it okay the next ten episodes or whatever they do yeah. is the final ten episodes all right so it's still going strong like I would still like it little just a little dip off off of off the momentum but I think it's gonna come back with a fucking vengeance. And I'm I'm all I'm in all the way. It was arcs. The okay. shit. All right, you heard it. Uh, you should watch it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So then the other show I watched uh, this week that's I'm getting caught back up on because I just found out that it was actually back on, which mm-hmm. is uh, Atlanta. So with Donald Atlanta. Clever. Um, this Never is seen this. an episode of this. It's it's good. It's this is season three or four. I know Three. Alex and Law uh, love this show. I'm wondering if they're uh, they're probably watching this too. They're so. probably watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the latest. Yeah, whatever the latest season, and it's very uh, interesting the way they have it structured because not every episode. Mm-hmm. So there's been like maybe five episodes so far. Uh, the first episode and like the fourth episode, yeah, had nothing to do with the sh- the the, sh- the characters of the show, like the Donald Glover and Paperboy. And their European trip across Europe because they're he's a fucking rapper and shit. So like those are the, your main characters. But yeah. the episode one was like about these crazy white ladies that uh, adopted foster black kids yeah. to get a bunch of money, and then they turn out to be psychopaths. <laughs> it's like yeah, nothing to do with anything, right? And then uh, episode four was about like they passed this law where. Um, like anyone who's ever owned a slave, okay. Like their heritage, like you say, your great 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 grandparents owned slaves. Yeah. Well, the descendants of that, those slaves, could like sue you for like five million dollars, and you'd have to pay it. Like oh wow! It's, it's so it's just, and it stars the dude from National Treasure, the the comic relief. Oh, really? <laughs> he was the main white. He was the main white guy for this episode. Huh. Um. Which was just it's it, so it's kind of funny because these off episodes, I think, explore a lot about like race dynamics and yeah. like current events and shit, and like they're funny but they're also not. Um, so it's interesting. And it's, it's almost like very they're using their platform within oh. their TV show to, um, I guess, get the get the message out and yeah, just, they got yeah. shit to say. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's great. I, I like it. I to be honest, as a white guy, um, some of these episodes make me feel uncomfortable. Mm. And I and I enjoy that because it's kind of like, you know, like this. They're they're basically showing you this like other side that of of slice of life that I know nothing about. Yeah. And um and I and you don't normally see that shit on TV. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I am all about it. It just as a white person, I'm just like, like, oh, okay, like this is an interesting take. Yeah, yeah. And I'm feeling a little weird, but I'm good with that. 
Like it needs more shit like this. Like this is a great show. Fucking everyone, you should watch Atlanta. I think you, you like because when it's the regular, like whatever the regular series part. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like Donald Glover from Community and uh, uh, Gambino, yeah, 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 uh, perhaps, right. Like he's he's great, but like Paperboy, who I think was also in Eternals, okay. um, like his crew. Uh, the other dude I think was in Get Out. Like they're so fucking funny, dude. Like. But they're not playing it like a joke. It's not like a sitcom silliness. It's just like, it's like a drama, but these guys are just funny in it. Okay, maybe I'll. Um, yeah, I'll get, I'll great, get... great season so far. I'm and really. How uh, many really seasons enjoying. are they in? I think this is the third season. Okay. Yeah, so it's not like there's a ton. Okay. So that was so that I watched that, and then I started watching this other. Then this is a show that's on IMBD, IMBD, IMD, IM. <laughs> IMDb TV? Yes. And it's called Bug Out. Bug Out. Calls for a Google. Bug Out is basically a true crime documentary. Okay. Much like all the rage these days about (laughs) an insect heist where this like insect shop got robbed of like $40,000 worth of bugs. (laughs) And it's this whole fucking like investigation into like wh- who stole the bugs there's fucking pops there's like the FBI they're in- they're interviewing all these bug fanatics and bug fans of bugs um okay it's like it's a fucking weird like like there's a i guess apparently there's a whole fucking like people who love bugs it's a thing <laughs> and and they spend a lot of money to buy bugs. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you get this glimpse of this whole fucking subculture of bug lovers. Mm. But also like it's a huge business. Like you can sell a beetle for like five hundred dollars. Like George Harrison or like no, no, Paul yeah, McCartney. Yeah, like Harrison and fucking <laughs> and fucking John Lennon. No, no, like just like bugs. Like oh, you want to buy a fucking bug? I'll sell you a fucking bug. It's fucking weird, right? But it's also like super um, watchable. Like it's very entertaining. I got sucked right in. Yeah, the production is very. uh... It's just like any other (laughs) drama like thing that we got going, right? Like on any. Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots. I'm like, this looks like fucking. Yeah. Every other show. It's a fucking investigation on who stole the bugs. Mm. And there's like this guy who like owns the bug and he's like the bug kingpin. (laughs) (laughs) Is Spider-Man in this? Like it, oh, yeah. they got And they got, like, people who love bugs, and they, like, show them crawling all over them. And they've, like, they're, like, this one chick's doing the whole interview with, like, a tarantula in her oh, hands. Jesus. And I'm, like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, I am out. I am fucking out the door. So and did you like, finish this? No, I got, like, I fell asleep. <laughs> it was really, like, it was, I got a couple episodes in, though. I mean, it was real late. And, like, here's the other great thing. They talked to, like... Like so, there's this like this bug center where these got stolen, right? Yeah. But then it goes into like the hierarchy of like those who work in the bug place, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, like oh, that's the feeder, like the feeder, like the feeder crew, like the feeder crew doesn't talk to the fucking front oh. desk, like fuck those guys, oh. and they like 
hate each other and shit. They're like, oh yeah, like oh because they're just in the background feeding bugs, and then like they. So it's almost like you know, like at any dynamic of like like a restaurant, like where the fucking bussers hate the hostess. Yeah, and the hostess yeah. Hate the- <laughs> it's just like that, but they work in like bugs. Uh, Where's oh, this? Yeah. Lo- where was the? What was it? It's a not a store. What is it? It was a store. Uh, yeah, it's like a store. I think it was in. Uh, is it in? Boston? I want to say it's in fucking Boston. Fucking Boston. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where was this at? Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to okay. read some stuff here. I don't see nothing. Bug Out is what it's called. Yeah, Bug Out. Are you going to con- – right, I have a couple questions. Are you going to continue – Yeah, I got to finish this. Okay, thing. you got to finish it. Who stole the bugs, right? Uh, Who did it? Second question. Uh, it's a two-parter. One, <laughs> I didn't know there was an IMDb TV – channel i guess and then have you ever seen anything else on imdb tv no and okay. i never will and you know why because i don't like fucking commercials ah and yeah. it's like it's a <laughs> it's a free streaming service but you pay by watching fucking two minutes of commercials every whatever 15 Got you. this is a 7.6 on imdb well yeah of course it is because it's IMDb. imdb loves it <laughs> imdb loves it dude and and the tv loves it no like it is legit entertaining okay it's like if you're into those tree crime things like fucking yeah. like don't fuck with cats and bad vegan and shit like yeah. that like you would be sucked into this and then it's at least something different that's, That's true. What I really like this does seem it. like a parody detective show, it though. It almost is because they, <laughs> they're talking to the detectives and they're like, "We've never had a like go look for bugs before." <laughs> like they're just, <laughs> weird. I don't know. Like we've never had this situation happen. Like how do you like go find stolen bugs? And they go through all the fucking suspects and shit. Like everybody's a suspect. Yeah, they're, like um... rolling out. Employees and shit. All oh, the fucking stir. The eat the those that feed the bugs. Oh man, fuck those guys. I feel like if Leslie Nielsen was still around, <laughs> he would be doing these shows. Would, yes, yes. This would be the next level of the Naked Gun. Right. Absolutely. It would be a documentary show about even like like <laughs> SNL could do a skit just like this. Got or yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. that fucking the Dick. Oh, yeah, on Netflix. It's just, it's like that, except like this is legit. Always Sunny did an episode of like Making a Murderer. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a great episode. All right. I'm going to finish it. Bug out. You're going to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for to hear the finale review. Spoiler review of Bug Out. Look out. Yeah, who stole the bugs? (laughs) Do you know who did it by now or no? Well, before I fell asleep, they were really focusing on the owner. It's always someone close. Yeah, because they're ruling out – like they're they're all about everyone who works there because they're like who the fuck else would know to steal the bugs because it's true. Like anybody off the street, you're not going to break into a bug store and then steal all the bugs. Like literally all the bugs are gone. No, you don't think they're worth – Right, you're going to break in and then steal what's in the register. Go find the safe or fucking steal equipment. You're not going to I wouldn't even break into a bug store to steal that shit. Out of a bug store. I'd be like, fuck this place. I don't need no fucking spiders and centipedes and fucking tarantulas. This just reminded me of the Pee Wee. uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
scene with the fire alarms going off. He's saving all the animals and the bugs. I'd be like that with the bugs. Yeah, I'd be like the snakes. Be like, fuck. It was peewee. Some of the bug employees like had their own bugs stolen. They're like, yeah, that was my my tarantula, my pet Sally, and it's really unfortunate that it also got stolen. Like she's you know she's vested. Ah, that sucks. I mean, yeah, it is a pet at the end of the day. It's I a just, spider. <laughs> I know, but for me, for I know, yeah, for them it is. For me, it's like, ugh. like people yeah, have ugh. pet snakes and stuff. I wouldn't ugh, be able to do that. it. Yeah, My kids keep trying to threaten me with fucking getting snake pets, and I'm like, you can get a snake pet when you fucking move out of my yeah. house. <laughs> and if you do, I'm not visiting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Uh, all right, so those are the only shows other than Severance, the greatest show on TV. You want to hit up the spoiler review of Severance? We're going to go deep into the whole series, the finale. It's been a full fucking week. Okay, so do you're you... You're into it. We're going to spoiler review it, but uh, Pete, you got some background noise. I do, but do you want to give uh, just like your initial review of the show, so a the, non-spoiler, review. a non-spoiler, and then we'll get to the spoiler, just so people uh, know your take yeah. on it. Yeah. All right. My non-spoiler review. So, I fucking what I really loved about this series was the um, like it take it. You know, to me, this whole this whole season was like an episode of Black Mirror, right? Yeah. You, you got this fucking crazy idea from that's ba- very technology based. That sounds great sounds like a fucking amazing idea but then it explores the fucking horror and the and like just the like really like how that thing can go really bad yeah and uh, that's what i really liked about this show because when i was first like the concept of the show like oh like you can split your personality and like you have a work self and you have a weekend self and those (laughs) selves don't know each other like how awesome would that be you would just be like living the weekend life all the time that'd be awesome not really thinking about, well, yeah, and then you're the guy working, and you never not work. You just work all the time. You don't know life without working. Exactly, yep. And I never, like, never even thought about that, and then that's the direction they go exploring in this series, mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it. Nice. Uh, Love that part. It's so, like, there's just so much to think through. Um, it's well-paced. Every episode's fucking, like, on the edge of your seat. Dude, uh, dude, ha- the cliffhanger the of the second to last. I mean, oh, so many. And there, <laughs> I also love the cast. Like, who knew Dylan, my boy Dylan, you son of a bitch? Uh, he's so <laughs> funny. He's so funny. The uh, the dude with glasses, right? The the big guy in the in the office. Yeah, Dylan, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he 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 became my favorite of the work the co-workers at, at some point you, yeah yeah he was a he was a it, t- it took a while for me to like him because yes. i'm like oh i don't want to work with this guy because he's he cares about fucking finger traps and like doing a really good job he seems like the, at the beginning right he's a he's a super employee yeah but like is a dick though the kind of a dick. Kind of a dick. And you're like, I don't want to work with like this guy. Like a cocky ever. dick. Like, yeah, I'm fucking good at my job, bitch. Yeah. And then the fact that he believe, he believed like that lore of the other department. Like, what are you fucking talking to them for? Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard at that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck those guys. He's yeah, like, like locking him in fucking conference rooms. Ah, oh, so like, funny, fuck man. Fuck you. You're gonna steal our babies and fucking drink our blood, you cocksuckers. <laughs> but I mean, you take him. He's got a, a phenomenal arc because he goes from this asshole douche computer guy to that closet scene in yes. I think it's the third to last episode. Yep. Where you're just like, holy shit. It just opened up his eyes. And, yes. Oh, brutal. Brutal as in you feel so bad for him because now he has to know that information. Yep. Oh, all right, Kat, can, continue, so, continue. So you no, you're 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 yeah, like <laughs> Spot on there. I, I also ended up liking John Turturro's. Like every character, I ended up liking more by the end of the season yes. than like at the beginning. Like the first few episodes, are kind of like ah, Turturro, you're a fucking like you're annoying. And the chick was like, oh, like you're you're the worst. Like I just didn't like any of them. By the end of it, I'm like with I'm like fuck everybody else. The Audis are a bunch of cocksuckers. Like the Innies are where it's at. Like let's fucking do this. Well, I li- I like. I like Adam Scott's Audi. His Audi's like, but he's like. Because I feel like I'm just putting myself in his shoes and I feel like so bad for him because of the information that he knows and the reason why he's in Severance. Yes. Which we'll get to in the spoiler review. So spoilery. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but like at the same time, he's just like he's so fucking depressed all the time. He can't like his dating Oh, the, yeah. the chick he dates, like, I felt just bad for her. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you're stuck in a room with this dude. She like, had a lot of patience, though, for a lot yeah. of it, though. Yeah, she did. She really did. And then he fucking blew it twice. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> God, dude, you're the worst. But, um, but you know, there's – and then there's – like, yeah, I guess I don't want to get to like, any spoilery room. But, you know, the thing with Petey when he, he runs into an ex-coworker, yeah. like, that's a whole, like, interesting dynamic. Yes. Um. And then with the daughter, like, yeah, I don't know if that's just, yeah, it it just, the whole thing really, I thought they fucking took a great concept and then really explored every sort of aspect of it that you would never have thought of, like, until you started really thinking about it. Yeah. Like they took their time to be like, let's address all these things, like all the things that like could be wrong with this situation, this quote unquote perfect situation where you split off and. Yeah, it's like almost again. like what is the, what are the questions the audience are going to have, and we're going to explore. Yeah, totally. That. Except one, and maybe they did, and I missed it. And I'll, I'll bring this as not spoilery, but okay. All right, so you get severed. You go to work. You wake yeah. up. Your work self's there. Yeah, and you see this through the 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 uh, H Haley Haley is that her name? Heli Heliar. Heli Heliar. Yeah. So you see this through Heliar's eyes. She yeah. wakes up doesn't know what's going on she's confused they tell her what's up mm-hmm. and you're supposed to learn my question is this and and she doesn't remember she doesn't know her other personality correct how does the how does the severing work where like you don't know you don't have memories mm-hmm. but you ha- one you have a personality and two you know what shit is like you know how to talk you how to walk how to shit in a bathroom you know what soap dispensers look like like, you know, they have the whole conversation of, like, why doesn't the soap dispenser say soap on it? And they're like, because you fucking know it's a soap dispenser, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, but at the same time, like, how do they know that? How do they know how to type? How do they know how to fucking answer a phone? Like, how do they know just basic shit? 
Mm, I mean, my, the easy answer is the technology they have <laughs> leaves you with that knowledge of that stuff. But then in that finale, not I'm not spoiling anything, but somebody is driving and it almost seems like yes. they're driving for the first time. There seems like they're driving for the first time, but also the fact that you knew that you had to get keys, you got to unlock, you got to sit down. Yeah. These are the foot pedals that work. Like, if all you know in life, your whole life is in the office. Is in the office. That's all you know. How do you know how the world works? To a, you know, like, and I'm not, I'm not saying there's a fault in how they do it. I've just, I'm just. I'm just so curious. Like, does it just maybe it splits off? Like, you're not like there's your personality and your memories, and that is different than like you just know shit. Like, yeah, it's not the same thing, but it sort good, of is, right? I think it's. I think what you're saying and what you're asking is a great question. I think it's just something we have to got accept it. I think we have to accept it because. Let's like say, how does the, how does Dylan right like when he's inside like he's so funny yeah. he's talking all sorts of shit about things and like the things that he's talking would be like you would have to know the outside world to be able to say that shit but they're innies. Hmm. I don't know. I think I, like I said I think we just have to accept it or I'm just saying that because I don't have an answer. <laughs> there's an answer I, I thought maybe i missed it in the first episode I, but... it, it could have been a line or two of dialogue where like we just took the cognitive <laughs> stuff and yeah. you know and that yeah it's good yeah that but like yeah it just it's your person you know personality and your and your memory but not your memory memories there's a way it's science Dude, there's a way Listen, if Severance could do what they do, I'm they sure can they can figure out what the innies and outies could and should know. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> here's my other thing. I got a, I got a theory. I'm yeah. not going to put this in the spoiler because uh, it's not really a spoiler. But yeah. Okay, Lumen, right? Yep. This is the company that we're good. Mm-hmm. This is not like a real job. Like I feel like this whole thing is a fucking experiment. You're getting close to spoiler time here. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, no, I, okay, I'm not. I'm no, not you're good. You're good. You're good. But I'm just the work that they're doing. Like, it doesn't feel like real work. It's fucking like preschool work. It's almost like Scientology it's shit. Yeah, it's just weird. You're just because like, what are you fucking doing? Because some day? people worship Cure. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> so there's like that higher. Not a godlike person, but they, they, you know, he's like the L. Ron Hubbard of. Yes. Okay. I see. So this is like, this is like Scientology business. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, exactly. Like it's work inside this fucking church that's does something or it's not doing anything. And this whole thing is just like a fucking. I think it's an experience. That's like going back to Lost. That's like the hatch where the guy <laughs> has to insert four, eight, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two, yeah, and hit enter or execute to save the world from uh, exploding. It's right, a, which is just a bunch of horseshit. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Got to ask Desmond. 
Okay, yeah, should we get to? Being, yeah, right. let's fucking. Why don't you rate? Um, oh, I'm giving this series my favorite of the year easily, hands down. That's a nine. It's a. Nine. Oh fuck yeah! I fucking love it, dude. Uh, I'm te- like literally everyone. I'm like, what's up? I see people like let go of work and shit. Yeah. Be like, have you guys seen Severance yet? You fucking, you guys, stop what you're doing, and why? I tell everyone, what are you doing? You're not watching Severance, but you're fucking. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. Watch Severance for me. You're at a stoplight. You roll down the window. Hey, <laughs> hey, what are you doing over there? Like what the Severance. Fuck? <laughs> Severance. Severance, bro. Watch right, let's that get, shit. Let's get to some spoiler. I'm going to okay. play some. Uh, let me see if this What'd is you what... give it? I, I don't know if I rated it, but fuck, I'll rate it a nine too. Fuck yeah. It's, all right, so we are in spoiler territory now. So, and we know um, because we're listening to the amazing fucking theme song, which, by the way, I fucking downloaded the fucking... I've been listening to this soundtrack at work all day. Oh, dude, you're yeah. going to sever yourself. <laughs> <laughs> My work right. self is going to hate me. So if you don't want to be spoiler, uh, just you know, scrub through the uh, timeline of the podcast. And if this music is still playing in the background, uh, that means we're still talking about severance. So Yes. Oh, Ammon. First yeah. of all, I want to go back to the second to last. Well, I guess we should start with the... The third to last. Which when I don't shit sits, when he's in the closet and he sees his son. Are you talking about that? Yeah, I mean, that fucking blew my mind as far as an image. And it just made me, it makes you think, first of all, the show makes you think to begin with as oh, far so, as. so, many things. Innies and outies. What would you do? What would you, what would you not do? What would you want to know? What would you not want to know? And then, oh shit, they can wake you up. Anywhere. Outside. They can wake your Audi up and turn you any with a switch of a button. And I love that the guy who I love, by the way. Um, oh, Mr. Metric. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, can we talk about the fucking dance party, Mr. Metric? Dude. Oh, my God. He. Oh, my. <laughs> I just I love him as a. Actor and character. I don't know where he's from. I don't recognize him from anything. But he, he's he really – he's great. He's, oh, okay. he's amazing. In I love that he blames the kid I think twice in the show. I told oh, yeah. him to count to – like it's his fault. Yeah. He, like he didn't <laughs> count to 1,000. I fucking told that kid to count to 1,000. Like, that's your – that's so the that's way of him. keeping the Fuck kid him. out? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so when that, when the guy, what's his name? The guy in the closet. The Dylan. One, Dylan. When Dylan wakes up, that is, that just fucking blew my mind for the second to last episode, which, oh my God. The, where they're scheming? The episode where they're, they're, they're s- putting the plan together? Yes. Yes. Great. Great. And then the cliffhanger of that. What's the cliffhanger of that? Do you they're, remember? They're about to. Um, they're about to go. Like they're. Le- it's leading up to um, the switch. It's leading up to the switch, but because the switch is like the whole episode. Oh my god! Like, is that's the one where I think I even text you like the waffle party? Oh Might yeah, the that's the second to last. Party. I think yeah, right. That's yeah. the fucking weirdest party. It's so fucking weird, dude. They got the weird mask. Like, first of all, it's weird. Just you get a waffle party. Like, you just get served a waffle. 
But yeah. then you lay in a bed, you put a weird paper mache fucking mask on, and then a bunch of strippers show up. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? And it's the the house, like the house of Kier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he walks into like this big room, and there's a house inside this room, which is right. fucking such a cool visual. It is so weird. But yes, when he fucking pe- that still that's it leads up because the whole last episode is the innies are out. Oh my god! And let me tell you about fucking forty minutes of just high intensity on the edge of my like I couldn't I don't know if I breathe I don't think I breathed I might have breathed for the but finale I didn't breathe a lot oh the whole the whole fucking episode I was just like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god. Dude, I can't even believe you record a podcast after that. I I was like exhausted. I think I said last week, like that may be besides Lost when they find the hatch. um, (laughs) That may be my favorite. And it's not even a fucking series finale. That's a season one finale. Yeah, that's a with a like not even closure like it is a cliffhanger to end all cliffhangers no that is like the that's the only downside to that finale is <laughs> like fuck you severance and ben stiller <laughs> fuck you bro like you left us like hey, so many things are hanging all right let's just get into this yeah because we're spoiling it one let's do it like questions one uh heli g like Helly R. how fucking Helly R. <laughs> how fucking crazy uh, like did you see it coming that she would be fucking the daughter of the founder of Lumen absolutely not no God, that shit blew me away I was like what is this chick gonna turn into like I, I got, did think um, she worked for Lumen when she like woke up in the Audi I'm like oh shit she must work for Lumen because her Audi was so Pers- um, insistent on keeping her in. Her Audi hates her any. <laughs> Fucking hates her. Well, and the other way around. Yeah. They both hate each other. <laughs> but, like, you got to think. I think, <laughs> I'm like, your any just tried to kill you because they hate it so bad. And you're like, nah, you'll get, you'll get used to it. Figure it out. It's almost like, and we're not, we're never going to get this scene. Unless where they, where they it, fucking talk to each other, yeah. But it's, <laughs> oh my god, it's it's got to be like a letter or like a VHS recording. But then that's going to take too long to like yeah. for the correspondence to go back and forth. Unless they do really tricky on the editing, and then it seems seamless. But yeah, like there's never really going to be a moment because it's impossible. It's <laughs> it's literally impossible to do that. And I don't. I I. And it's so impossible that I don't even want to have like some scenario where they they're like both in a white room because it's like an inner monologue talking to it like I don't, don't show me that I don't want no that. no 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 I no, want no. it if it's not in person I don't want to get no fucking dreamlike sequence where you're talking to yourself because nope, you, nope fuck you no I fuck you series forever if they do that to me <laughs> no I don't want that shit either yeah. Uh, Okay, so okay, Heliar, uh, she is because, the, because this is this is the first we've ever seen Heliar outside. We don't know her. This is the first time we saw Tatura outside too. Yes, that I also loved. Oh like, my god, so dude! Tense, I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking a! Like that's why he's tired all the time, 
and he has all these fucking visions. And he's a painter, and his Amy loves painting. Like, you know, like, it was really fucking well-crafted. Well, there's kind of your question about earlier on, like, what was what memories are left out and what memories are left in. Obviously, the painting is coming through. The, or the, the love of art, through. the love of art is coming through to the innie. And the Audi is getting the visions of the fucking break room. Yeah. Oh, dude. Was, and the good, fact that he's got Bert like, G information. Yeah. Oh. Fucking, that, so I would, I, but I will also say the Bert G, like when he goes and gets in the car and wants to go find Bert G, slightly uh, not annoyed by it. But the stakes were not as high as the other scenarios happening at the same time. So I was getting annoyed to be taken away. Oh, I get you. From Adam Scott's storyline or from uh, Helly G's storyline to be like, oh, and now we're going to see Bert G. But like, why? Like, I totally, I totally get 100% what you're saying. But m- my wife was like, is he supposed to like kill Bert G? Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm just, like, I don't get what he's trying to do. I think he just, he's the only one that he thinks he knows. He's the only one he knows. I think that's what it comes down to. He he's the only Bert one he G's knows what? In real in the out world. He doesn't know anybody else. And he wakes up, right? And he's in a house. He lives alone. He has a dog. That's it. So he's thinking, because remember, before they go, yeah. they all make that pack. And they're like, find <sighs> somebody you trust tell him everything we don't know how much time we got oh so i think for him he's like the only one i know who's out is bert g that fucker retired what if they're like he's like his ex-husband oh like in real life yeah in the audi oh i didn't even think about that and he's starting like wants to start a new relationship in the any and then he obviously goes to the house and realizes that he's with someone else yeah so that's like why is he knocking like very frantically though too like that was a little well, that's the, why so intense. Well, that's the innie being very excited to see that Audi, or no, that's the innie super excited to see Bert G in the out world. But it's not. That's not Tatura on the outside. That's you know what I'm saying. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's he, the Audi. No, the, the innie, innie was trying to go to. Uh, the, Bert G, who was an Audi, who would have no idea who he is. Well, if they were married, he would know. But right, that's not. The, yeah. But that's well, we not. We don't know that. But we don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just. Yeah. Guessing. But if if let's say Walken answers the door. Okay. He may know Totoro. Let's he just might. say ex-husband. Let's just say that. Okay. Let's say it. But to the Totoro that answers the door. Only knows that walk-in from from Lumen. Yeah, his any. Correct. He's not going to know if they had history or relationship prior. Right. So that I think that's why he's knocking frantically because it's the any that is excited to see the Audi. Any any walk-in. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because, but I almost thought for a minute he wasn't going to even go up to the door because he oh, saw that he was, with, he was with the other dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, something good. All right, so then let's get to Adam Scott. So there's a few things on Adam Scott. He's the main dude. Of course, there's a lot of high stakes. You photobombed him. I fucking mean Adam Scott will go way back. What was uh, he? 
He was in. Um, he was promoting Piranha Two. Piranha Two. You were at Comic Con. We were at Comic Con, and Piranha Two was like going big. And no, was it Piranha? No, it wasn't Piranha Two. It was the first Piranha. He's in that. Oh, I gotta look it up. I think that's <laughs> why he was there. <laughs> okay. Piranha Three D. Okay. Yeah. Is because that's why Jerry O'Connell was there. And um, Paul uh, yeah, Shear was in that photo too. Yeah, and, and and Paul Shear, they're all in that movie. They're all in Piranha, so oh, that's okay. why they were there. And we were at a screening. Uh, Law was the one took that picture, mm-hmm. um, and we were at a screening where they were all like Elizabeth Shue was there, and they were like just hanging out with us in the movie theater like lobby. Ah, it's awesome. And so we were photobombing every single one of them were they open to talking to oh yeah they were like talking to all the fans like they were fucking having a blast <sighs> that's awesome all right let's yeah. get to adam scott so character. adam scott a couple of things mark s mark s mark that's s right. um can this is not even really about adam scott but can i just say that the book you the one you are or whatever that shit is yeah and his brother-in-law yeah so like Every time they would read that book, yeah. like in the fucking bathroom or in the fucking, you know, stapler closet, yeah, 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 yeah. it would be it would sound really profound. But then if you actually listen to what he's saying, it's such a bunch of bullshit. Oh it doesn't my god, make sense. it's so fucking funny. Like, you are you, you are the only one who you are, yeah. and <laughs> anyone you but you. And That's all like, L. Ron Hubbard bullshit. Yeah, too. yeah, you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. But like, like the innies are just eating it up. Like, this is the best thing I've ever read. That's all they got. They don't have any outside um, they, they, yeah, yeah, literature. So that whole thing actually, and and so I, I mentioned that because when he's like listening to the book reading of that book, yeah, <laughs> he's like genuinely like, that shit was amazing. Yeah. He changed my life. And the guy's like, Get the- nah, that's cool. You don't have to make fun of me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Are we friends? Like, it's- yeah. The dialogue on the on from the innie with all the Audis is hysterical because it still plays because all the Audis are like, oh, he's just like, he just really wants to know if we're friends. And, yeah. But it's like, no, <laughs> he wants to know if you, you guys actually know each yeah. other. <laughs> You're my sister? Is this our baby? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is our baby. Oh, you're my sister. Okay. So, because that's got to be crazy, right? You're like, you wake up to a whole room full of people you don't know. And oh, my God. A that's sudden, a nightmare. And and you have to figure out, out of all these fuckers, who do you know? Who's your, like, who are your people and who are just strangers? And then you see your boss there. That's fucked up, man. That shit was <clears throat> fucking crazy. And it's... This show is so well done where at, and as a, it gives you work as a viewer, like yeah. this show where you're like, you have to put yourself in that any shoe at that party. Oh you man. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to yeah. just kind of go with it and understand what's happening or else you're really not going to appreciate um, the confusion that's happening at that point. And like how well they're fucking figuring it out. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like mad props. Like you, these people only know inside an office. Yes. And now they wake up and they're supposed to navigate through like a house. Like, now, what the fuck? Before I forget, I want to say something. In the second to last, I think it's the second to last episode, we find out that 
we find out who Mark S's Audi's wife is or was, right? That's the second to last episode. We find that out. We we find it out. Yeah, we find it out. I kind there's there's two things here. I kind of wish we found out when Mark S found out. I agree. I don't think there was a good payoff for us to know earlier. Just because we already knew, we already knew the weight of of that knowledge that he didn't know at that point. So once he finds that out, we go, yeah, 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 we know, we know. But it is a great, it's a great payoff because we didn't get the payoff of of figuring that out in the finale. But it's a great payoff of the last line of the sh- of the show. Yes. You know, she's, oh, yeah. she's alive. Like, that's the payoff. But, I mean, I think I would love to have been there. You would have been. You wanted to find out then. Yes. You're not wrong because there's no reason. No, there Let's really is no this. reason. Why, why? Yeah, why did we need to know so early? We didn't. It didn't change anything. It didn't change when we saw Miss Casey at any time. I don't even know if we saw her after that. Or maybe we saw her and she got fired. But I think we sounded it all out after. So we didn't even see her. Correct. Saw... So what was you're right. What is the point of that? That is or or more importantly, if they didn't do a reveal earlier, then the finale would have fucking I would have literally died. I'd be dead. I'd be fucking like that shit shook me to I'd be out. I'd be out. Right? Like him picking <laughs> up the photo because like we're we're all waiting for him to find that photo, which kind of sucked because I'm just like Get to it, get to it, get to it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it didn't ruin anything for me, but I wish I was able to experience um, the reveal in the finale because it just would have fucking took it to another level. Now, here's a question for you about said reveal. Did you see that coming? Not at all. I So I didn't see her necessarily, but there are some clues. Oh, really? So and here's the clue that I picked up on early, and I was kind of like, "What? That was weird." But I, you know, whatever. Patricia Arquette's a fucking weirdo, so I'm yeah, just yeah, gonna yeah. like let it go. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember early in this? I think maybe season episode one or two or three, very early on. Yeah. Uh, the neighbor, uh, Miss Hazel Nut or whatever the fuck her name is, Arquette. Patricia Arquette. Yeah, yeah, Arquette's yeah. Arquette's the Audi of Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Oh, well, she actually doesn't have any. She's just a fucking. When she's not at work, she's a fucking. They, she's undercover spying on Adam Scott. <laughs> yeah. So she, there's a point where she goes over to his house, mm-hmm. opens a, a box in his basement, and steals a candle that his wife made. Okay. That candle later on in either that episode or the next episode is burning during one of their wellness sessions. Oh, look at you. And I was like, when that happened, I was like, well, that like, is she just being mean to this guy? Like that was, that's kind of fucked up. Or like, how does, like, it, it stood out to me. Wow. I'd never picked up on that. So, so I thought, but I, I didn't know it was going to be Miss Casey for sure, but I knew someone at Lumen was his wife. Like I just knew I for I thought it was gonna be Heli G. Heli R. Heli whatever <laughs> Heli Heli R. Not Heli G, that bitch. I knew that bitch was never gonna Heli R. No. Like I thought for for a while I thought it was gonna be her. Um the 
the I can't even I can't even talk. <laughs> the, but I knew there was something that had to be connected. See, I didn't because I just kept thinking the reason, you know, I was just weighing on Oh, I totally understand why Mark S would be severed. It's such a oh, you know, yeah. impactful dramatic situation that happened on the out. This is a perfect yeah, your wife dies. This is perfect. He, he doesn't want to think about it for eight hours of the day. Let's fucking get severed. Let's fucking do it. Now, my my question now is, um, which season two is going to be fucking? Oh my god! Can we start that tomorrow? Because, <laughs> because it's like, I can't. Hold on. I'm trying to. <laughs> was severed behind this. Fake car accident that killed the the wife, and like she obviously never died. So the sister did they all go to a fake fucking funeral? Like what There's happened? A lot of questions. Yeah, There's a lot of questions. Yeah, I I you know what? So here's my other thought. Well, gosh, for some reason I thought maybe she's like a vegetable, right? She's fucking in a vegetative state and the severance part wakens up this part of her brain that's not in a coma right now. That part of her can fucking walk around and do whatever. Her Audi would then be in a coma and her innie is a fucking HR representative. What if her (laughs) Audi is like, could her Audi be dead? Well, no, I thought about that because they, remember they're. Oh, the you need a body, body right? Body. Yeah, like, maybe she's just like a head in a jar somewhere. She's like, oh no, no. And I was like, well, you can't do that because you're the same body, so you're not paralyzed. You're not fucking. You're not dead, but if you were unconscious in a coma, yeah. possible. The science, this this bullshit science that they created in the show, could solve that. Your Audi is now in a coma, but your innie can be a, a working person. That's fucked up. That's that fucked, fucked up. Or she's <laughs> walking around out there. Or, oh, fuck. Or she's alive and she, like, lost her memory. Like, she has amnesia. But yeah, why but she's got to be living in that town to commute to fucking Lumen. Oh, yeah. Well, then you got to think, why does everyone think she's dead? That's my question. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a whole lot. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, we covered Totoro. We covered Heliar, which Heliar only got a few lines of jokes out at her speech. Where once that flip switched, that Audi can just play it off, like, and no one would know anything. But she I doesn't think. know. The Audi doesn't know what just happened. No, that's what I'm saying. She'll wake up and be at that, you know, on mic. On stage. And yeah, whatever like, her innie said, I think is just going to blow over because everyone was laughing. Like, no one uh, believes her anyway. Yeah. And she wants to keep it a secret. So she's not going to try to, like, because she's a fucking a believer. Yeah, her Audi, you know, wants to follow her father or her grandfather or whatever. So I, I don't think there's going to be any um, any uh, issues with Heli R. I don't think. You don't think that they're going to like 
shut Lumen down after what she said. She was she didn't say enough. I don't think she said enough, man. I think it just seemed like something like a joke, like, oh, they're keeping us prisoners and, and everyone's laughing, you know, because they're all fucking elitist fucking yeah, douchebags. Rich, rich rich fucks. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it was anything serious. She said, oh, they're, you know, they're they're keeping us trapped down there. Uh, and they're like, ha, 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 this bitch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if she can pull it off when she comes to. Yeah. Maybe. I mean. Is is season two gonna open? It it better open up second one, like they're gonna have to like wake up in either either. So season two is gonna open up with either us waking up with the Audis and oh, living the aftermath, yeah, or we wake up when the Innies wake up next. Oh, at work and get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think it'll be the Audis, right? Because we got to find out, like, like what is what does the sister say? To yeah, fuck she's gonna be like, what? <laughs> He's gonna be like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, then they're gonna fucking like, yeah, help him figure it. Like, you know, because the sister and the weird brother-in-law are gonna be big. They're, they're gonna be big parts of this. You know, here's the other thing that I just thought of. Yeah. There's also we got to think about what's her the the chick that helped um, uh, Petey get out and brained the fucking head of security. Oh, love her, love that character. But where does she go? That that's a huge part of season two, right? Like we get nothing. Like after they leave, we don't see her again. Well, Mark S is gonna have to find her and obviously to figure out how to find out. What happened to his dead wife? Well, what dead. he what he could do is get that implant out, and then hopefully he could still infu- infiltrate Lumen, like go in that elevator, go down oh, as oh, the Audi. Oh. Right? That would be fucking crazy, but but he has to convince Totoro and uh, Dylan. Dylan, I keep forgetting his name, and then Helly R. Or you know, he's the only one that knows that that woman, so. If anyone's going to get that implant out, it's going to be Mark S. No, but then Mark S. Um, oh, yeah. Mark's. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking crazy things. But that, I, I feel now. like that that may not. Uh, I hope that's season two. And do you think PD's daughter is like done? Because going to that rock concert was weird. I'm like, do we need this? It was it was weird. And she's just mad at him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you here? Oh, okay. Peace. I just feel like if they don't bring her back, it was kind of a waste. They could bring her. I could see her coming back and, like, wanting to help maybe. Like, maybe she's able to help him find. Her dad's got fucking Or get the word out. Like, she hates Lumen, right? Oh, yeah. That's maybe an ally to, like, bring down the cunt. Like, they need to fucking do something you know it's weird to me let's just talk about lumen for a second let's do it this fucking fake company that has baby goats and like paintings and weird like everybody's doing a weird thing like it's cult i guess right so this this cult's doing this huge exhibit on heliar yes huge well pictures of all these people at their job huge this whole met it's like a metro everyone all the innies all the innie photos are on display like a gallery Yeah. yeah yeah Why didn't they invite the Audis who starred in those any photos? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like they didn't say, "Hey, Mark, uh, just let you know." No, that would be a mind fuck. Their minds would explode. You think they did that to save themselves? 
from being weirded out. I think it's weird they didn't, they like, none of them are there. That's a good question. Why wouldn't they invite the Audis to because that? They, yeah, they know they work at Lumen. They're not. They, yeah, they all volunteered. They, decision. they should be like, dude, we love, your Annie loves to work there. You should come to this gala. You're featured all over it. Yeah, but if you were telling me, um, would I watch the finale we got or your finale where they're all at the party? <laughs> I, I got to take the other one. I can't oh, yeah. take, I'm oh, not yeah. taking <laughs> I'm not saying I needed them to be there. I'm just saying it's a little weird they weren't invited. Well, the Audis, the thing is with the Audis, they don't run into each other outside. Or they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, so I think if the Audis... They have to keep it separate. They got to keep it separate. Yeah, because if the Audis all saw, if they were all in a room together... I don't think they, – they don't allow that because that's why they have them leaving in shifts. Right. They don't – they stagger everything. Yeah. If they never see each other coming or going. They don't want their Audis to know who else that works. Fu- it's like a time travel thing. They can't occupy the same place at the same time with their other friends on the outside. Okay. I'm buying that. All right. They, they, yeah. don't, they don't let them – they don't let them do that. Yeah. They don't want them you to – You sold me. Yeah. All right. Severance. Are we, so oh my good. god! The what fucking is Miss Miss Casey. That whole shit though is fucking. Oh oh, you know what we didn't talk about though, Dylan, my man. Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Oh Dylan, dude, he had a fucking hold those two knobs <laughs> for. I mean, how long? Like hours, right? Like oh, hours. It... He had to been standing like why? I think it was less than an eagle. hour. I think it was you less than an so? hour. Yeah. You don't think they were out for very long? Like I think 45 minutes the most. Really? I could uh, – I don't know. Adam Scott's – the party at Adam Scott was at, Mark S. felt like he was there for a hail of days. But at the same time, at the gala, she wasn't – didn't seem like she was there that long. And Totoro woke up. Woke sta- up. Stared at his, his paintings. <laughs> yeah. Went into the closet. Got out his shit. I thought he was going to pull out some guns and go fucking ballistic, but he didn't. <laughs> um, and then he hit yeah. the road. Which, he, yeah, then, okay. So 45, maybe an hour. Maybe Let's an hour. Maybe I'll an go hour. I'll go an hour. That's still – that is a long time. I can't keep my arms up for five minutes. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Like I felt his pain of him just standing there shaking. I love like, the, uh, the shot of um, his glasses were sliding lower and lower down his uh-huh. nose. Ah, so fucking great. And he couldn't he could do it. And he, I just loved him. He's just like, you fuckers better be having a good time out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking great show, man. Everyone is acting phenomenally. Uh, yes. Stiller's directing and whoever else is directing. I know he directed the finale. And that finale, edgier seat. The best finale. So good. Oh, my God. Is it the best finale? Best season finale ever? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to it. Uh, you know why I say yes? Because it was like – it wasn't like it was a show and then it's on and there's things happening. And then at the very end, it gets like, oh, fuck. I can't believe it did that. Like yeah. it was like, holy shit. I can't believe this is happening right now. Like the entire episode yes. was that moment at the very end. Like the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just like the last second, like a lo- <laughs> like lost. Like lost. <laughs> this was like the whole 
episode. It wasn't just like a stupid story and then it's like, whoa, and then a bear came out and ate his hand. Like, no, it's nothing like that. Yeah, like the whole episode was like very – like it it wasn't a bunch of throwaway scenes. That's a great point. That is a fucking great point because a lot of seasons and shows of television just do a bullshit storyline just to get to that final shot that lures you in. Or it's trying to wrap up like – Every loose end that it's had all episodes, and so by the time yes you get to the end, it's like okay, yeah, you just expect. It. But this was not like because I don't think they were wrapping anything up because you didn't even know. Yes, Besides Adam Scott, you didn't know anybody else's backstory of their Audi. You had no idea. You met them for the first time this time. Correct. Oh. Yeah, yes. best best <laughs> season. Not series finale. Best season finale ever. Best season one finale ever. Oh, well, yeah, obviously season one finale. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. This this felt like – this almost felt like the series second to last episode of the whole show because then the next episode would be the finale. They wake up or they try to figure it all out and then fucking end it. Yeah. But the fact that this was a, a season one finale, like season two is like the most, um, I, I can't wait to fucking watch it. I, I cannot, I cannot <laughs> wait. I will have to wait. What do we got? Like a year? Probably a whole year. They better fucking film right now. By the way, I went to, um, Lumen, the exterior Get the fuck out of Lumen here. <laughs> building. Wait, what? Yeah. Like where they shot the... The exterior. Snow, so all the exterior shots of the building? Yeah. Where's that at? You that been there? is that is in Homedale, New Jersey. So it's about an hour from me. It's on my way to my parents' house. So I went to uh, my parents the other day and I uh took a little detour and I got a couple pictures of uh Lumen. What? Yeah. How did you know this? Like did you have to, did you look it up? Did I looked you know it up. Were filming that? No, like, I looked it up. To see like what building this was. Well, like, I, how did you – but you knew that shit was, like, near you? Or were you just like, I wonder where this building is? Oh, my God. It's by my parents' house. That's exactly – I was like, <laughs> this building looks cool. Where the fuck is this place? Is this place real or is it CGI or what is it? And then I what? read that it was in fucking New Jersey. And it's on my way to my parents. And it's fucking cool. And that That's water tower's cool. there and everything. Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, but uh. I think the exterior – I think I said on a prior show the interior is all um, shot, but the the whole interior is uh, like a stage. Yeah, sure. But that whole outside, um, yeah, fucking uh, – I got some picks. What if you own that building and they, these producers came? They were like, we're looking for like a really boring <laughs> building. That could be also very sinister. It's a fucking huge ass building, man. <laughs> and the road to get there, it's like its own street. It's I was crazy. gonna say, like, yeah, it, it, even from the the show itself, it's just like it's in the middle of fuck. It's just surrounded by concrete. Yeah, there's like nothing lots. around there. Like you couldn't, you can't find this. What place. is it in real life? I have no idea. Like there wasn't signs of like the the signs the that they had up that day were like. Some an event that was happening inside. So maybe Helly R was in there. Or something. <laughs> Give it a speech on her fucking Audi and her Innie. Oh man. Okay, everyone. 
Well, you are watching this show I if hope, you're. Hopefully, yeah, you're, you, if, if you're, you're still here, <laughs> you've fucking seen this. Otherwise, I'm sorry. All right, let's. Um, all right, fucking Severance. All right, I'm going to stop the spoiler. Great show. No more spoilers. All right, Emin. I think it's time for Stranger you, Things. Yeah. All right. Do you have the uh, Stranger Things? Why don't you send? Okay. Send me the link you're gonna watch. So okay. We watch the same one. All right. For everyone, I am on the actual uh, verified Stranger <laughs> Things. Um, dot, dot com. YouTube. Um, how do I fucking send messages and fucking Skype? Uh, There's a little button. I got it. I got it. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm watching uh, on the uh, Stranger Things verified YouTube account. It says okay. uh, 14 million views. It came out yep. April 12th. It says Stranger Things 4 official trailer Netflix. We're starting right. zero zero. This is my um, – oh, wait. I want to make sure that I have uh, this audio Cutting through. Let me make sure I got that loop back. Okay, I think, I think I do. Emin, can you hear this? Yeah. Okay. Up to you. If you want to keep yours on mute or so you're not hearing double audio, I'll just. I want to hear double. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I'll do a countdown. Three, two, one, go. And on go, we'll all watch the Stranger Things season right. four official okay. trailer. You ready? Don't get don't get scared. Though. Yeah. Here we go. Three. All right. Two, one, go. Oh my god, I'm scared. So scary. You've broken everything. Oh. Okay, okay. That looks like the portal. Fucking Moon Knight showed up. It's this clock. <laughs> it's Moon Knight's clock. Ooh. Netflix. Uh, Billy. Oh, that's her brother. Gone, but not forgotten. Ooh, he was born a day after uh, me. Well, the year's different. Okay, okay, what do we got here? It's a weird shot. Disorienting. A total disaster. Ooh, cheer. He's so old now. These kids are old. Yeah, they're very old. Normal. Bitch. I love the music, by the way. Ah, it's brilliant. Ooh, this clock. Oh, is this a time travel season? Ooh! So journey? Hopper? I relocated you guys far from Hawkins. Roller skates? Because I thought you'd be safe. What's up, Winona? Winona. Garrett Collins' crush. Ooh, a house from it. Monster house? Monster <laughs> house. <laughs> the Scariest house in town. Yeah. House it's from it. They're making the it finale. Yeah, right? I don't know how to say this other than just to say it. Without you, we can't We're like halfway through. Oh, Paul, Paul Reiser's back. Paul Reiser, yeah. What is that, Bats? Yeah, it's like midnight, midnight moon pass. No, don't fucking bring a midnight moon. Let's see. On the other side. On the other side. Okay, okay. They haven't really shown much yet. I was convinced I was put here. They're just kind of showing the characters. Yeah. <laughs> the characters are back. 
Oh, good. <laughs> These guys are back. <laughs> oh, cool. Millie Bobby Brown's back? Cool. What's up? Oh, that's old. That's old shot. Whoa! Oh, Transformers? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is that Robert England? That looks like Robert England. Huh. Oh. What is this? Skeletor? Skeletor's in it. Okay. That trailer honestly didn't do jack shit for me except <laughs> just to like get excited that it's coming back. Um Come on, it, this fucking soundtrack no, is pretty Like awesome. I said, I, as far as story goes, I I I, I can't make out fucking heads oh, or tails. Yeah, no, nobody knows what's going on. It's just like, we got great 80s music, we got great 80s soundtrack, everyone's Look back. This, we're in high school. We're older. Hey, the, that one kid's Halo old. They're all Halo old. They're all Halo old. Then they remade it because they're in the scary house. <laughs> they're making a pact. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but, then, but here's the thing. What's yeah. up with the dude fucking on the playing the hair metal at the what very the end? What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was so weird. That was stupid. <laughs> They're like fucking, it's like that dude in fucking Mad Max Fury Road where his whole job is like to play the fucking guitar. Yeah, or it's, what is it, like he, they fucking battle like the Demogorgon, like it's fucking <laughs> Tenacious <laughs> D. Yeah, they gotta fucking, they gotta kill him with their with their with their rock skills this is the best song in the world <laughs> that was weird but yeah robert england is in there I robert guess. england that's cool robert england's gonna come up one more time tonight by the way oh shit he's gonna come up in uh what'd you watch this week robert england nice okay um okay listen I never even needed to see a trailer for season four. I sure. was I was fucking there. I cannot wait for um, Stranger Things Day. I'm gonna order a fucking shit ton of food. It'll probably be <laughs> Chinese food. Um, You're taking I, the day off. Uh, yeah, I, ha- I when do we know when it's coming out? Yeah, the twenty uh, May. It's May twenty fourth or the twenty seventh. It's that week. May. Is it a fucking? If it's the twenty seventh, fr- it's a Friday. Twenty seventh. Oh, it's in my calendar already. I didn't even notice. <laughs> it's it's there. The May 20- there. Okay, I'm not off that day. Um, but after work, it's a fucking Stranger Things goddamn marathon in my house. Yeah, I was uh, discuss. I was thinking about that today, actually. Um, discussing it with myself. In fact, oh. about like I. Gotta- what did your Audi have to say about? That? Yeah, where I was like. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to watch either. I'm gonna have to go to YouTube and watch a previously on Stranger Things and watch like a 45 minute summary of the first three seasons because oh. I feel like it's been a while and I have not seen like whenever season three came out. I mean, it's been years. So That's like, the I mall. Kind of forget. That's the whole mall like, thing where they worked at the ice cream shop, right? And then at the very end, at the the Demogordon's coming out of the boiler room or some shit, and then Hopper goes in it, and then he wakes up. We thought he was dead, but then it turns out he's all just cold and 
Russia. Correct. And then uh, they all kind of leave Hawkins. They all kind of separate at the end. They're all driving off in different cars and shit or whatever. Or um, I think uh, Eleven okay. goes Eleven goes with Winona Ryder. Okay. Okay. And in then the, um, in the car. And then the brother. So the brother died. He died in the mall, I think, because he was possessed by one of the Demogorgons. Okay. Yes. Now I'm remembering. And, but, and then the, those that worked at Scoops Ahoy are still alive, right? The yeah. So the that's hair. the guy with the hair and then Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman's kid. Right. They're okay. still alive because we just saw that. They were in the trailer. Like They're in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the I, sisters was there. Uh, they're all alive. Okay. All yeah, right. Everyone all else right. is Same. alive. Maybe I don't need to do a fucking <laughs> recap. <laughs> Have you but ever? Maybe I will because I don't think my son is actually my oldest. He's yeah. fourteen. I don't think he's he has not seen Stranger Things because like when it was coming out, he was like he was too young, too young. So. Now I'm like, all right, now we have like this date. Let's I might be binging that shit with him. One through three, you think you could do it by uh end of May? Uh yeah. maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I he you know, this is a kid who's watched the full series of The Office like six times. I'm like, where do you find the time to watch all this shit? Um uh, so if if yeah. I don't watch all of it, he'll he'll be sure to get through it before season two. I think I think you'll be okay if you don't do a rewatch, but if you wanted to do it with your son, that's a good time to do it. But I think, I mean, I don't think there's anything. I'm not missing. Yeah, I got it. Literally, when we just talked about it, I remembered season three before I couldn't. I couldn't remember what happened. I'll tell you what, though, I'm gonna remember that severance finale, but I'm sure as hell gonna watch that again before season. Oh my two. god. I don't know if my heart can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and Tom both texted me. Um, it was after midnight one one night. I was sleeping. I woke up to a text from you because it's like 8 o'clock by you and you're like, yeah, oh, right. let me text I'm Pete. Like, it's fucking yeah, not late over there. Yeah, it's not that late. Come and on. then I think Tom texted me because he was away and he waited until he got home to watch it with his wife. And he, I think it was like all caps. He's like, fucking severance finale. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> And he yes. said he's going to rewatch the whole like the whole season again like right away he said. Oh. Which I think nice. that it's a pretty cool I think it's a season that you can do again maybe to pick up on things like that candle. Right. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> that candle you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like episode 2. Come on. Oh, okay. All right. Um, All right. Stranger Things, can't wait. There it is. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Ammon, we have voicemails, or do you need a pee break? Um, Up to you. you. Whatever you want to do. This is your... Well, yeah, we got a lot of roundups. You want to do a pee break before voicemails? No, 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 no. Let's do some voicemails. Okay. While you play a sounder, we're going to grab a new beer. All right, here we and go. And then All after right. voicemails, we're going to... Do what you watch with some roundups, but we'll split up the roundups with some people. I may need a pre-break before fucking what you – if we're doing voicemails. We'll, we'll play the voice. I will definitely – I see I'm not – I can't pee. I'm not outside to pee in the grass is what I'm trying to say. <sighs> I can Let's play along. I can... Let's do it after voicemail. All right, after after got... Google Voice. All right. Here we go. Thank you, <laughs> 
receive these emails that make fucking no sense. Lost pissing his pants as they're read on the cast. Wrong punctuations and shitty translations. Cheers to you, Google. Your service sucks ass. Google boys, stop your fucking with the binge cast boys. Jim Law tweets pictures of his children's toys. Fuck yourself, Google boys. All right, 708-406-9546 is the number to call into the BingeCast. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Leave us a review. Leave us a game. Leave us trivia. Leave us, um, I don't know, long-time listener, first-time caller, call. We all love that. Leave and, us anything you want to leave us. Man. Leave us anything you want, and we play it on the show like we're about to do right now. I believe we got six... Um, I don't know what order they came in, so forgive me if they are in different order. So here we go. Let's start with the first one. Here we go. Hey, Evan. It's Alex. How's it going, bud? Oh, what's up? What's up, Alex? No <laughs> Thanks again for uh, recommending Moonfall. I was kind of on the fence <laughs> when I saw the trailer. <laughs> and you guys were talking about it, and I was like, you know what? I kind of have to see it. I freaking love Moonfall. Yes! I don't even need to have a drunk commentary. It just hit the right spot. No, you you need the commentary. Come on. <laughs> you definitely need it. Don't, not gonna... <laughs> don't turn down our commentary. Yeah, come on. Come on. Dumb fun. I actually thought, for the most part, it's actually pretty well acted. I mean... <laughs> he needs to listen to the commentary. I don't yeah. think I knew that Michael Pena didn't have an accent. <laughs> like, I'm glad that he actually got to use his real voice. So often he stuck playing a gangbanger or some kind of goofball. I'm like, Michael Pena, this guy's great. I mean, he didn't need to be in the movie. No, right? no. Nope. He definitely cut him out of it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> unnecessary. But, uh, you know, maybe some uh, big movie producer, maybe Spielberg sees Michael Pena. He puts him in uh, West Side Story 2 or something. So That's thank racist. you guys for, uh, for Moonfall. And for those, for those you dopes not on the Patreon, uh, you're missing out on a on a really good, really good fun commentary. Ah. You don't even need to watch the movie, but you kind of do. I don't know. It was great. It was great. So I give Moonfall a seven on ten, fellas. Mm. Seven on ten. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I also saw Morbius this week. Ooh, I've heard that thing is boring. <laughs> boring. Like just so much talky. No, not funny. Not funny at all. Like, that's even tr- like, I don't know how this is the same people that are is making that a Spider-Man movies <laughs> making Morbius. And then another M.O. movie. See, so you got Moonfall, got Morbius, and I got Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Mm. That's the best. Yeah. Moon Knight might just be the best Marvel show. That's what I'm saying. All right, he's out. A um, couple things here. I want to thank you for listening to the commentary. Thank you for promoting <laughs> the commentary. Um before I was on the Binge Media Network, I would sit in my studio apartment alone on a weekend or uh, a weekday and I would just put on – Ammon, whether you were on or obviously Law and Alex, just put on a movie that they did a commentary for or you did a commentary for. And yeah. that was my night was to hang out with people I couldn't talk to in real life. <laughs> But it just felt like I had friends in the room because it was that same sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, 
<clears throat> and the humor that I liked and that I got. So I do recommend if you listen, however you listen to the commentaries or any of the shows on the network is fine with me. But I just enjoyed watching it in a room by myself or I did the drinking game with Michelle when I was dating her. I wasn't even engaged or married to her yet. I'm like, you want to do a drinking game? I got these buddies to uh... – What? <laughs> Wait. What was the drinking game? It was Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> and we did the uh, – we listened to the commentary like they were in the room. So that's how I knew she was the one. Uh, but I, I like – I like listening and watching at the same. I'll still do it. Like I just did uh, the Departed. Like I said earlier, I listened to uh, Alex and Law's Departed commentary, but I watched it. You also throw it on. You cue it up. I throw on the DVD and I watched the Departed with the commentary. It just makes it. It helps because if you don't remember the movie that well, at least you have some context to what they're talking about. Right. Unless you know the movie like fucking like the back of your hand, then you could listen to it in the car. Mm-hmm. So, Ammon, I, I love all your com- the commentaries you've been on. Fucking great shit. Yeah, everyone listen. Uh, and, and But you got to be a Patreon subscriber, right? Yeah. That's and you and I are going to do them. Explorers. Yes. That's with coming a up With a special soon. surprise. With a special intro. A surprise. I would love to see if he could jump on with us. No, it's not Ethan Hawke from Moon Knight. Calm down, everybody. It's, it's not him. Phoenix from <laughs> Is he severed? Yeah. <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex Keene, thanks for calling in. I want to make sure this is the one he... Hey, Evan. Okay. I just, What's up, make man? Sure. Uh, I just want to make sure I played that one. All right. Here we go. <laughs> this is the next one. Hey, guys. It's Alex again. Oh, again. Uh, I had the opportunity to go see uh, Marvel's Morbius this week. Oh, real quick. Are you high? You fucking already reviewed this movie. <laughs> like I said, maybe uh, I'm playing these out of order. But I wanted to go back to something real quick. This is going to be a very long show. Um, <laughs> like Moonfall, we know it was going to be shit before we watched it. But it's commentary worthy. Like Morbius, I know it's going to be dog shit. One, I don't want to see it. Two, I don't want to do a commentary on it. Like there's yeah. different levels of dog shit, right? <laughs> yeah. That The Morbius movie looks painful, like a really painful to watch. Like I don't want to be in that room. Yeah, like I'm sure Ever. we could destroy it. Like if it's me, you, and Alex or me, you, Law or any – Anybody staff members on this network watching doing a commentary on Morbius, I'm sure we could destroy it and have a fun time. But like, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Like Moonfall, I know a hundred percent we're gonna have a fucking great time. True. Morbius, we we're did. just gonna be like we're sick, we're just gonna f- sit back in our chairs and just be like, hopefully another host picks up the fucking weight here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Like I said, this may be out of order, so let's see what Keen has to say about Morbius. Uh, Morbius. Uh, we're just looking for something to do. We, we had some free movie tickets, went to see it. Um, easily the worst Marvel movie. It's not even like bad. It's just not. It's not very interesting. It's not very funny. It's just kind of. It's kind of there. Mm-hmm. So we go and see it. I don't know, like Thursday or something like that. And then, uh, you know, my son has to go to a, a birthday party, or like not even a birthday party, a birthday hang with his friends. And I used to go hang out with him, go see a movie. I reached out. I was like, what, what movie are you guys going to go see? He goes, Dad, you're going to see Morbius again. Oh. Poor kid has to see Morbius twice in 
five days. A movie that he hated the first time. <laughs> That's on you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that, what are you doing? <laughs> you should have reached out to that kid's parents and be like, what's the plan for this birthday ha- birthday hangout? Uh, Morbius? Okay, we're not going to go see that bullshit. I know he hated more the second time. He's texting me while he's watching it. <laughs> oh! I'm sure there was nobody else in the theater. So here's my question. Has there ever been a movie... That's terrible, no good, not good, and yet you still had to see it twice for whatever reason it might be in the theater. Like not, not for fun, right? Like you just ha- didn't have a choice. So terrible movie you had to see twice. Maybe it's Morbius. I don't know. All right, see ya. Huh? That's a good. That's a good question. Terrible movie that you had to see twice. I got. How's this one? Let's. Because that, I'm not really, I can't really think of one. Yeah. But uh-huh. here's a slight twist to that question, and that is, have you, like, any movie that you've had to see twice? Yeah. That's a good question. Well, I mean, the other one's a good question, too. I just don't have an answer for that one. Well, Because, like, there's times, or there had been, there has been times yeah. where I saw, like, a movie in the theater, and then... Like a day or two later, whatever, this other group of people that you're with, they all want to go see that movie, and then you go see it. Yeah, okay. You might not hate it, but it's like, did I need to see that twice in the theater? No. (laughs) I don't know if there's anything that I was forced to watch twice. I mean... I mean, forced is like a strong word, but would you have chosen... To see that second time if you weren't had a birthday hang. Well, I I don't know if I have an answer for this. Like the like the situation his kid was in. Um, I don't think I was ever in that situation, but I chose to watch the prequels of Star Wars multiple times, but then realized later in life why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> So that's like the closest I got as far as watching dog shit movies more than once. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I, I, you know, if my parents want to watch something, I think it's terrible. I'll tell them it's terrible. I'm not gonna have to like if I go over to their house. Like I went over to their house the other day, and they're like, "Do you want to watch uh, Death on the Nile?" I think I said this. <laughs> Death on the Nile. I'm like, no. And they're like, do you want to watch The Contractor? I'm like, no. <laughs> I swear, those were the two movies. And they're like, why not? I'm like, I I don't want to watch it. And then I'm like, all right, what about the new West Side Story? My mom's like, yeah, you think? I like the old one. And my dad's like, I started it. I didn't like it. I'm like, it's like the same thing. What? <laughs> and then we decided to watch Coco. And then I got everybody to watch Coco. But Coco, there you go. But definitely, like, come on. Like, I'm not going to watch something. You know, but I'm you old know enough now. Name. Like, yeah. I am so good at saying no these days. It's like it's like a your, superpower that I have. It's your new superpower. Oh, my God. I'm so good at it that I think like, I'm going to get You've had a lot of training. I'm too good at it where I think it's going to bite me in the ass at some point. Like, do you want to go here? No. Nah. Nope. Nope. No, I'm good. Nope. I don't. But I think uh, the... I, got a, I got an answer though. Yeah, not no. I know it wasn't even a bad like that's why it's had a shift in because I don't have any like memories uh, off the top of my head of like having to see shit movies more than once. Yeah, 
But like I like there be like like The Rock, right? Great movie. Like love me The Rock. But oh, yeah. when I first saw that movie, I didn't love The Rock. I thought it was I with okay. the Nicholas our aforementioned Nicholas Cage, yeah. Sean Connery, uh, Ed Harris, right? The Rock. Yeah. So I saw The Rock like opening weekend. I was like, oh, it was I. Mm-hmm. Four days later or maybe a week later very close like i saw it at uh like it was it was schools out probably went to saw that then i went and visited my dad for the summer mm-hmm. first first night we were there we go see the rock like i just saw the fucking i just saw this movie <laughs> <laughs> and i just remember how bored i was watching it because it was so close to seeing it in the theater the first time yeah <clears throat> ah, that's a good point. Ah. But I love The Rock now. I can I appreciate it more now than you know when it oh, came the out. The Rock but is it, such comfort food for me. Yeah, but at the same, but like at the same time, any movie like unless I it like is my favorite. Like if I see it in the theater, like I'm good. I don't need to watch it in the theater twice. And sometimes you get pulled into those situations. I totally get it. Yeah, I've never been pulled into something like <laughs> you're that. too good at saying no you're like nah. well even back then it was like if i was gonna go to the movies i was gonna go with my dad for that first one and if it was bad you know my dad was able to i was able to tell my dad that it was bad and he would listen to me he trusted my review he doesn't listen to the show but uh i, I i'm gonna go with my answer of the yeah. star wars you're, prequels you're too good at no obviously there's probably some common you know Commentary movies where the fucking movie's terrible, and I had to watch them once for <laughs> to prep myself, and then watch it again during the commentary. Yeah, like Moonfall, you know, like hey, Moonfall is a good, good example. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, move on. Here we go. What up, business cast? What up, it's your boy, the Duke? Chad what Duke. up, Ammon? How you doing? What buddy? up? Long time no see. I just want to jump into two reviews and one quick question, so I'm going to try and go quick. Sonic 2, Electric Boogaloo, as Eric King called it last week. Hmm. Um, You know what? I have to just disagree with his tone of that. Um, I think if you saw the first Sonic, if you enjoyed it, a lot of it hinges on Jim Carrey's performance. Uh, I think it's the best role he's had in a while. Like You can just tell he's having fun, and he is funny. Ben Schwartz is great as the voice of Sonic. As someone who grew up playing the video games, like, the whole story of them doesn't really mean much to me. But, like, the second one does a lot of good work of throwing in elements of the video games without being in your face. Mm -hmm. Uh, My daughter is a huge Sonic fan at four years old. She watches the shows all the time, dressed up as Sonic for Halloween. So, for me, that was a movie that came back on last week's show that I had to go see with my daughter. We had a great time. Jim Carrey's still having fun. I thought the jokes landed. I Easily the best video game adaptation movie that there has been, bar none. Not Whoa. a high bar, um, but had a great time. The other one that I saw this past week, I was trying to give Ammon a nudge to get it, but I know you guys have a busy week, uh, was Metal Lords on Netflix. This kind of dropped out of nowhere, didn't know anything about it saw the poster, I think I saw one review online, I'm like, check this out, there's not a lot of good shit to watch at home right now. So I gave it a shot, threw it on, and uh, actually reading Eric Bialynok's review, he put it perfect. Like, this is not a movie you haven't seen before, but it just does it really well, coming of the age, don't fit in, get into hard rock, 
overall, just a really good movie that doesn't go over the top cheesy. Uh, I give it a solid 7 on 10. Highly recommend with not a lot of good stuff out there to watch. Question for you guys. What is the last movie that you were truly disappointed in <laughs> after you saw it? You were excited and you just disappointed. Does that still exist anymore? Can that happen with reviews the way they come out and the word of mouth? Hmm. Is there still potential for disappointment? Big? I don't know. I can't think of the last time. The Village is probably it for me. What are your guys' thoughts? I know that comes up a lot. Maybe Justice League, but a lot of that was said before it came out. Hmm. All right. Suck a Baba Dick. Ammon, nice to have you back for two weeks. Word. Okay, so you saw Sonic 2. Which is exciting because I'm definitely going to see Sonic 2. In theaters? I might go next weekend. Oh, boy. I Like I said, as my bookend movie. Get my bookend movie franchise for uh, in and out of the theater. Oh, okay. Right? I saw Sonic was the last movie I saw in the theater. So, By the way, there was, a, no- fitting. There was a noise. I don't know if you heard a noise during that voicemail, but there was a noise that happened behind me in, in my room. <laughs> I oh, no. don't know. I, I can't see around the corner because the, the room I'm in has like a a corner. Yeah. And that's where the noise was. Do you need to go walk over there right now? Maybe during the pee break, I'm going to go see what the <laughs> hell was going on. I don't know if it came up on mic, but uh, I heard it. It did not sound interesting for no, me. To, uh, okay, so his question is. Uh, Are uh, we disappointed, truly disappointed by a movie? Yes. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. I mean, uh, recently? I get, yeah. I, and I, well, yeah. No, uh, let's go as recent as we can, but it's got to be something where you maybe had expectations for it to be good. And you're I mean, just like, I got Ugh. some movies I saw this week that I thought would be a lot better. And it was, I don't think so. Listen, <laughs> listen, I went into this week's batch. Uh... <laughs> okay. But like, okay, let's think about that. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of the, like the last movie I was super excited to be yeah, seen. I'm, I'm trying to think of some big ones too, where you just walk out of there and you're like, "Man, I was I went to the theater for this, and this is a stinker." Uh, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um. You know, I may get shit for this, but I didn't really like Encanto. Yo, and, I didn't even understand what was happening. <laughs> and I and I really like look forward to and get excited for Disney and Pixar movies and that for that one I was excited to see and by the yeah. end of it I was just like oh, that's no Coco, that's no Inside Out, that's no Up. You know? Yeah, I don't know what was going on in that movie. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jurassic World, I think. The first one. The first one I think I was excited for because I'm like, oh, shit. We're getting a fourth Jurassic Park movie. Like, we're yeah. coming back, baby. And we got fucking Chris Pratt and we got Ron Howard's daughter. Like, this yeah. is going to be. There's and... a lot. And, and like, and it opened up. So, like, even the beginning of that movie was like, was promising. Like, and it was. That... You got the fucking John Williams score going. I got go- I remember getting goosebumps in that shit. Like, oh shit! And that movie's fucking piece of shit. I hate that movie. <laughs> I think it's Jurassic World. 
That might be – that's a good one. Because it has that weight of legacy behind it. That That's – that's yeah, because if I think of other movies like that, like I would – I, I was not disappointed with, like, uh, uh, the return of the Star Wars franchise. The Force Awakens, yeah. Like, I liked it. I thought it was good. And and it sort of set the precedent for all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I don't think any of them were disappointing. I thought they were about what I would expect them to be. Yeah, there's a 50-50 split with the audience with, with those, though. But I'm on that camp of I really love the sequels. Yeah, and, and I, you know, same with, like, Rogue. The rogue movie, oh, you know, rogue. maybe solo. I didn't. I wanted more out of solo. I wanted solo to be better than that. I took it with a grain of salt as far as like these little middle movies that they're squeezing into this timeline. It th- they didn't mean anything to me. So, okay, sure, yeah, uh, but uh, Jurassic's a good one. You know, yeah. like I, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. Like okay. I like Harry Potter, but you know, the Fantastic Beast movies aren't very good. That's disappointing, but I don't think I like. I never, I was, I never saw any of them in the theater, and I never will. What about the so, Hobbit trilogy? Yeah, that's uh, you know, I uh, mm. like. I only watched the first one. I didn't even watched two and three. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all terrible. They're all yeah. terrible. I think it comes with the. I don't want to say legacy because that just sounds like it's been around forever. But I think it's with the predecessor of. A sequel or like re- sequels, sure. Yeah, because you're just like you're banking on the success and the love of something that has come before. Yeah, I think that's where the most of the disappointment will happen is as in a sequel, sure. Cause yeah, because you, it, like, you want to see that up. Do you want the magic brought on by the one you like so well? Yeah, and that's going to set the bar. And I don't know the last time. It's been a very long time since I was excited for a movie that wasn't. Like a sequel or related. Yeah. What about the uh, like the Rob Zombie Halloween's for you? Because I know you're a giant like Halloween. Yeah, I. uh, Is that disappointing or you like those? I wasn't disappointed. I didn't really care. I didn't care. I guess that's a that's a whole other. That's a whole different thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole different thing. You're like, oh, that shit sucks, but fuck, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I can say that like on like the new Friday. The, I remember because I, I saw the new Friday the Thirteenth when they they remade that. Uh, I saw that in the theater, and I remember looking forward to that, and then mm. that was disappointing. That was that Platinum Dunes, uh, the Platinum Dunes, right? One, yeah. Resurgence yep. of they were doing that with Texas, and yeah, and Texas. I thought Texas was good, so they did like a, they they started that trend with a good remake, the Jessica Biel one. The Jessica Biel, I one. like that one too. Yeah, that's a great movie. Did you see the uh, Netflix one by any chance? I did. I love that movie. Dude, I really liked that one too. I was like, <laughs> this is the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre that lived up to the name where there was an actual chainsaw massacre going Dude. on in the movie. And it's so good. You, you didn't listen to my review, but I was saying how where now Michael Myers is like, like you just want him to fucking – destroy and murder people leatherface was doing that in this movie where i was just cheering for him the whole time yeah i was in, yeah because i hated all the people like, yeah. the influencers yeah out of here. i hated them but i thought it, yeah like love the chainsaw shit there's some shit that i didn't think worked that well like bringing back uh marilyn chambers from the first movie yeah. like i don't think that had any payoff it was just like hey remember when they did that with jamie lee let's do it again like i didn't like that but like i love the ending 
yep. because I fucking hated all the people in that movie. And so when they <laughs> he fucking shows up at the very end, I was like, yeah. And there's some you. gruesome kills where that he snaps that guy's wrist and then stabs him. Oh, in the that neck. was oh. my favorite. Ah, oh, is that the best? Oh my god. <laughs> It's so brutal. I'm so glad like, you like this because like, I feel like I have um, camaraderie now, especially with someone that's such a huge horror fan. So um, Yeah, I was I thought I was pleasantly surprised. Me movie. too. Oh, I'm so glad you like that. I Shit. feel so uh, I feel so better, so much better now. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a movie we thought wasn't going to be good and we thought, we ended up loving it. There you go. Yeah. But I think Op- I think yeah, that's a complete opposite. But I think Jurassic World's my answer because I that's a good fu- answer. I'll, I like that answer. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Even though like two and three are, eh, Jurassic One is amazing, and the fact that you know several years later we were getting the resurgence and yeah, Spielberg was back, you know, producing and yeah, everything looked great from the trailers. Like they were well cut. Yeah, I that's a great pick. I think that's because. The one. The second one, you knew that that wasn't going to be. Oh good. yeah, and they, uh, that <laughs> that was dog shit as well. But expected dog shit. But they're faking me out with this third one because the oh fucking legacy cast is back. Bringing them back, you know, it's going to be dope. Right? It's going to be. I better be, or else it, that's the new answer. They got Sam. Yeah, that's a great fucking point. If this movie ends up sucking ass with Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura and- Dern. Or Dern back in the fucking mix. That would be this. That would take the cake. Yeah, because now we're mixing legacy with like new. Like, are we gonna have like fucking Chris Pat, Chris Pratt, and Sam Neill doing like jokes with each other? Absolutely. This is the fucking Spider-Man <laughs> of Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> as long as there's no fucking evil dies tonight. <laughs> oh God. Stop. Dinos die tonight. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got uh, four more. Oh, okay. We're almost at like the fucking two-hour mark here of a uh, binge cast, and we even get to what you watch. All right, here we oh go. Oh my god! What up, Chad D's back. Or did I play this one? You play that one already. What up, Ammon? How you doing? What up? Buddy? All right, uh, good to hear from you, Chad D. I'm gonna delete that. All right, here's the next one. Hey boys, uh, two quick questions. One. I know the world hasn't returned to normal yet, but Law, what's the latest with the uh, family going to Disneyland, you know, that whole vacation? Um, and the other thing is, I might have missed the discussion, but what the fuck ultimately happened to Luke Norris? Why did that cocksucker just up and disappear? <laughs> How old is this voicemail? Right, hold on. What's the... <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got to hear the intro again. Hey, boys. Uh, two quick questions. One, I know the world hasn't returned Okay. Okay. I have uh, I have that answer. Okay. I don't have a Luke Norris answer. I just know he doesn't work for the site, but he does still he does work for a sports site still. Do you know the name of it? I don't know nothing. Okay. Yeah. Well, he used to be on the sports cast uh, with mm-hmm. with who was he with? PJ. I don't know, man. Okay. He was with somebody, <laughs> but now the sports cast is obviously uh, Paul and Tom. I do believe that uh, Luke Norris does work for – I think he just moved on to work for another uh, site. But I don't think there's any bad blood at all with anyone and Luke Norris. So uh, he didn't get fired. He, you know, he just left to do another job. Yeah. Um, as far as Law's trip he has coming up – 
that is still happening. He is able to uh, cross the old uh, U.S. border and he's oh. going to Orlando and he's going to Disney World and Universal Studios. Oh. And uh, what? When's he doing that? That is May. Middle of May. Oh, shit. I'll just say that. And um, I will be there. What? And um, Alex will be there. No. And um, my mom and dad and my whole sister's family texted me the other day and they said, we're coming. <laughs> we're cra- Everyone's crashing Law's vacation. And I'm like – I t- I'm like, oh my god! I have to juggle so many fucking people. <laughs> I gotta get my parents on rides. I gotta meet up with Alex. I gotta meet up with Laws. Ugh. And you're a Disney guy, like you go all the time, right? My wife and I, we go to Universal and Disney every few months. Yeah, you got. Do you get like the annual pass or something? We do have the annual passes. Like it's cheaper than paying as you go. Yeah, because that's what, and then you—that's an excuse to like, oh, we got to use this. Yeah, and my wife go. is, and my wife is phenomenal at finding like hundred dollar flights. You know, we're flying fucking Spirit down, <laughs> and we stay at the cheapest hotels that are like one twenty a night. Like, we are not made of money that can like ball out and fucking do Disney and shit. Like, we do the discount trip yeah. down the Florida. Like that's it's the only way to do it at our status in life. So uh she's great at that. So you can do it on a budget. Like you can. I know it's an ex- very expensive trip. Yeah. But we have like those annual passes. So it feels free to us when we walk into the park. Sure. You know. Yeah, because you, you already paid for it. Because we already paid for it. I do suggest the like the universal is so so cheap. It's so cheap, the annual pass. Oh, that, like, it pays itself off in, like, two trips. Two trips, and it's... Two yeah. days. Two pretty, days at the park pays Pretty much, trip. man. Honestly. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, because I think we looked at that. Uh, uh, we went to the one in Hollywood, and it was like, we were only going for two days. Yeah. Or a day and a half. Or, like, it was something. Like, we were like, huh. And the prices for the annual was, like, cheaper... If we were going to go for maybe three, like there was some, we didn't get it because we weren't going to be there long enough, but it was like, it was very close. We almost did. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Jesus, and, what are we doing? Yeah. And the higher up you go, it's not just one um, annual pass. Like you could upgrade to different statuses and stuff and get like bigger discounts or oh, shit. room yeah. discounts and stuff like that. So, but yeah, law is crossing the border. I think this is, uh, he's doing it. It's still on. So, and if he they don't let him back in, he's gonna go move in. He's gonna to move in with me. <laughs> he's gonna move in. <laughs> fucking New Jersey. He'll live with you. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to this next voice. Here we go. What's up, you fuck, What's up? Billy Good Times. Billy Good Times. Uh, Billy Good Times. So, uh, I'm calling ask a question. So, I finished the uh, Severance finale. Oh. We talked um, about that really, already. Really, really good. Really well done TV there. Um, but I was wondering, Eamon, are you watching this? Just cause, yes. Uh, I, all I can think about is if you were watching it, that like every 20 minutes you'd just be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, all in all, though, I really enjoyed the season. I would definitely give that 
like a solid eight on ten. It might even be a nine. Oh, um, I'm gonna yes. try rewatch it all and then re-rate it from there. But man, it was that was a great, great yes. finale. Um, definitely cannot wait till next season. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, Evan, hope you're doing well. Other boys, hope y'all doing well. Thanks, Billy. Good times. And uh, until next time, y'all can suck a Bobby Duke. <laughs> It sounds so mean, but it's so yeah, heartfelt when you say. Hey, uh, Billy, good times. Listen to the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will, unless yeah. he's severed until that point. Yeah, don't, then he's got to. And you don't even have to skip through all the spoiler talk because you already you're, you already know. Yeah, you can listen to it and enjoy it. That's great. I'm glad that we're not anomalies in the love of severance. Ah, uh, it's it. Yeah, I'm trying. I told my dad to watch it, but like I don't know. Tell literally everybody I know. What are you doing right? Yeah, me too. Me too. Get the word out. You have to, even though it is like an Apple TV Plus show. But it does seem it seems quiet. It's not loud as as Breaking Bad is or fucking. No, it's subtle. It's subtle. It's quiet. So, so quiet. Silence, not severance. It's fucking silence. Silence. <laughs> All, All right, right, we got one more? One more, that's it. And then I got to fucking pee, dude. I got to pee my pants. Right. What's up, you fuck cocksuckers? Really Again? Hey! Uh, that call last week, there was no audio. That was me, and I'm not sure why the audio didn't come through. But anyway. No, it went through. The Ammon, enjoyed the show last week. Uh, hope you're having fun <laughs> this week as well. This is the same voice. Um, this is his Audi, by the way, call. Yeah. He didn't know that yeah. his Indy called in. <laughs> If he talks about severance, I'm going to lose it. For <laughs> watching TV, we have this streaming service over here called OSN. It's sort of like a Netflix, I and mean, we have Netflix as well, but I want to provide some of the HBO stuff and whatnot. But they had this category I was looking at last night called Hidden Gems or something to that effect. And in it was Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Mm. Yeah. And so that just got me thinking, like, I mean, I'm sure you got one neighbor somewhere who doesn't like your, you know, skeleton or your student be werewolf. They get fucked right off, right? Yeah, fuck Pete, those guys. Like, if you're on the show, but, you know, you got that dude who's got his feet up on the on the recliners and the movie theaters and piggies exposed everywhere. It's just gross, right? Lon, you know, you got fucking Bubba oh, checking for a dick on your computer. If those guys ask you for a hidden gem, what movie are you going to tell them to look up that's just going to fuck them over? Because... Hmm. That, to me, is what being told Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is a hidden gem is going to do to someone. <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your pick on that? Hope you guys have a good one. Welcome, Bob. What's you doing? Is he... Well, thank you, Bruce, for calling. Is he saying Thanks. Thanks to fake someone out with a hidden gem? And I think what he's thinking. I think what he's saying is that Tokyo Drift isn't a hidden gem. It's, you fucking cocksuckers. So you're fucking someone over by saying... This like, is hey, it's garbage. You gotta, yeah, like, hey, you got to watch this movie, and it's going to fuck them up, but they don't know that. Oh. It would be like, here's an example, not, yeah. and I'm not going to do this because I don't like this movie, but yeah. if you're like, you should watch Hereditary. It's great. And they fucking watch it, and then they're scarred for life. Wow, that can go both ways. It's a fucked up movie regardless whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's what I'm. I think that's what he's trying to say. I, I think mean, I would say mother. Because like I like, I think I get why that was in that thing. Because I don't think I think Tokyo Drift's better than what most people think it is. But is it a hidden gem? It's part of a franchise that has like fucking ten movies. You know what? Probably if there's a, a fucking douchebag <laughs> that wants a movie recommendation, and I fucking hate that person, dude. Check out Mother. 
Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> Javier Bardem, dude. This movie is amazing. Oh my god. You own a house, bro? Yeah, I fucking do. I got a fucking grill in the back, too. Cool, man. Do you let anybody touch that grill? (laughs) Fuck no. Dude, check out Mother. (laughs) (laughs) I put Uh, a whole new sink in and everything. Dude, Mother. That shit's for you. (laughs) Yeah, but fuck females, though, bro. I know, right? Check out Mother. That's a good answer. Mother. Hidden gem. If that's what he's saying. I'm I'm thinking I'm 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 if I'm telling somebody that like I'm not friends with I yeah. have to go watch a movie. That's a good one. I think I'm I'm gonna try to steer them in the direction of like things that I think are awesome, but that I know they're probably gonna hate. So I guess that's where the um... so like I'm leaning in on like a Nick Cage movie like. <laughs> Just see the Wicker Man. Like, that movie is fucking amazing. pick a name out of a hat over that. <laughs> like, you gotta watch fucking Bad Lieutenant Port yeah. Call New Orleans. Like fuck yeah, yeah. Do that. That's that's the shit. And then they watch it and they're like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" <laughs> that's a classic Ammon drop right there. But I like the mother one. That's a good one. That's a fucking yeah. If that's what if that's what he's asking as far as like fucking a douchebag up with a movie, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Although I saw a movie this week that I would also recommend. There's a lot of movies I saw this week. (laughs) We should uh, get to that. Let's um, let's do a pee break, dude. Let's go pee. Let's do it. Do you like smelling candles that remind you of theme park rides, theme park snacks, and theme park fun? You know, without all the sweaty, smelly children around. So do we. Go to parksense.com and save 20% off using the code BINGE20 at checkout. Parksense.com has candles, room sprays, wax melts, and oils. If you like your room smelling like the E.T. ride at Universal, Parksense is your man. Just go to parksense.com, buy some loot, and use the code BINGE20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. That's BINGE20 at checkout for 20% off. Parksense.com. Made by fans. For the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, let go, I'm gonna go piss. You just let Evan sing for a bit. Uh uh-uh. uh. We're taking a piss break sound there. Is that what we're doing? God damn. Tonight the bitch cast is so loud. Fighting and farting makes us proud. Bigfoot is on his way. <laughs> Taking surprise booze. Garrett's gonna give us a four on ten. Four out of ten. Wasted as fuck, we can't deliver. So I'm never gonna drink again. Well, maybe one or two more. Now, here's something funny. Uh-uh. We're taking a piss break, Sonic. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think. Tonight the bitch cat is so loud. Fighting and farting makes us proud. Bigfoot is on his way. <laughs> 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 <laugh
What are you doing, you cocksucker? You fucking watching some shit? Ammon is a high motherfucker. What? Smoke so much he never recovers. What the fuck did you watch with your boy Sasquatch? You cocksucker. Cocksucker. Ammon is a high motherfucker. What? Smoke so much he never recovers. This movie's pretty fucking good. Pete, Pete, where are you at? Ah, well, Pete. Oh, sorry, I, I had my oh. mic on mute. Um, <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to talk to dead air while you're taking the uh, longest piss in America. Um, speaking of Sasquatch, Ammon, <laughs> yes. in a few days from now, um, from when we're recording this, uh, will be six years to the date that Sasquatch went to your house. Really? Yeah. Six years. It's wow. been six years since you met Sass. Good old Sass. We had, shared a beer, a little picnic table, <laughs> middle of the woods. It's great. You can find that photo on uh, Sass, S-A-S-S space Quatch uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and on MySpace. And on MySpace. Um, <laughs> all right. So what did you watch? That's what we're doing this week. We have a couple of roundups. We obviously have a Nick Cage roundup. We have a special new roundup, which we'll get to. Ammon, what do you want to do first? Do you want to just – Let's leave the roundups for the end. I feel okay. like we have to leave on the on the ending. So <clears throat> I got um... – we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of roundups. I got horror, horror movie roundup, okay. and then I got. Um, I don't have sounders else. for that. <laughs> we have uh, Academy Award nominated movie roundup. Okay, why don't we do rapid fire reviews, right? Of I'll like s- the single yeah. stuff that you either of us didn't do in tandem. Then we'll do Academy. Then we'll do Nick Cage roundup, and then we'll do new roundup. Cool. Okay, so if you want to go first with the ones you watched that are non academy, non academy or round or the or roundups the we have. Yeah. So the other, the only other one I watched that wasn't an Academy Award or part of the two roundups, <laughs> yeah, was the uh, new title, new horror movie, Ty West X. Nice. This came okay. Out. I watched this last night. Um, this is like. Uh, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. with a twist, I guess. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. All like oh, these, you know, twenty somethings are gonna go make a porno. They're renting this house slash barn mm-hmm. at, on this old guy's property, and the old guy's like, "Whatever, do whatever, but uh, don't be showing this shit to my wife." And they're like the oldest, ugliest couple you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And then um, shit goes sideways when the wife gets privy to what's happening. In the, Correct. In the making this movie. Pervy. <clears throat> oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, this, I, yeah, I. So like, here, here's my background on Ty West. Dude's made a lot of movies. They're all very slow burns. Um, we're talking like the Innkeepers and the House of the Devil. Um, and he's made a couple other movies also. So yeah. I am not a huge Ty West fan. I, I, some of the parts of his movies are fine, but mostly they're just too slow. Like the house of the devil 
is fucking the boringest movie of all time. So fucking. Boring. I like that more than the innkeepers. Yeah. And I didn't like, like they're fine. I thought they're just too slow. It's just like, okay, all right. Okay. And then it pays off in the end, sort of, but yeah. for me, those movies didn't do it. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is my favorite Ty West movie because yeah. while it was a slow burn and while there's a, like sort of a lot of nothing happening, mm-hmm. it's still like about like a fucking seventies, like, people making pornos <laughs> so the downtime is like interesting and like <laughs> kind of fun you're like yeah you're fucking you see britney snow's tits and like everybody else's like it was great this isn't like, the first uh, time porn is gonna come up tonight by the way i'm just gonna oh, warn you oh. uh, <laughs> so yeah like i i was all about this and then when the shit goes sideways i was like like unexpected like yeah. oh Okay, all right. And then it gets, like, really brutal and, like, really kind of fucked up. And I was like, yeah. And then, like, it gets really fucked up. And then I realized the whole concept of this whole fucking movie, and I don't know if I, like, it's almost better if you don't know. So I'm not going to go too far into it. But, like, we all have the same, we all share the same horror of this thought, right? And you've seen this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this in theaters, actually. Yeah, I remember. You saw it in the theaters. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the big thing that happens in this movie. Like, I feel like that's everybody's like biggest like nightmare. Like the idea of that happening. Like two old people getting together, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going. That's why I was yeah, silent so I was for a little to, bit. I was going to keep talking in code, but I realized I couldn't. <laughs> so, like that, I think is like. I feel like this movie was like, you know what's the most fucking horrifying thought you can ever think of? Yeah. This. Well, you could say that if they're just doing that. You could yeah, say right? That. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's scary. Let's fucking make a movie about that and like really embellish that shit. That's fucked up. And they were right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I The only issue I had. Horny old people is what this movie should have been called. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The, the, the only issue I had and I brought it up on the show when I reviewed it was – I didn't like the old uh, person makeup on the on the woman, right? Because it was the same chick. Because the same girl as one of the young actresses that's in the cast. Yeah, it didn't look like a natural old person. Ne- neither neither of them did. They it, looked. Yeah, makeup. all it was reminding me of was fucking like Spike Jones and fucking Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> fucking Jackass or old grandpa yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, or bad grandpa. But then I think somebody messaged or somebody uh, posted in the group that they filmed a prequel at the same time that they filmed X. What? And I asked, does – because I think at the – I think at the end of this movie, there's a after credit. Oh, I did not. Trailer for the prequel. Oh, now you gotta I, go back. I think, I think, if if I'm wrong, correct me. But it takes place where they're younger, and then I asked, "Oh, does the younger girl who's in old makeup play the sure. young old woman?" And she, and this person said yes. And now I'm like, "What the fuck? Why?" <laughs> right, because her young self is also in the new movie. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's. it's uh, that fucking pissed me. It already that's a little weird. Me, it already pissed me off that they have. It's not like she needs to do fucking backflips and jumping jacks in this movie. It it's it was an odd choice. I felt that the whole time. Like 
why not just hire an old person? Like we've seen The Visit, the Shyamalan movie. Those two and old people. And that's what this movie reminded me a lot of. Exactly. But the they time. hired two old people. Like we're yeah. ta- <laughs> this could get into something that I didn't want to get into <laughs> when we get to Coda. Uh, I don't think yeah. we're gonna have time to get into that. It's a heavy, it's a heavy uh, discussion on who who should play what character. I don't want to get yeah. into it tonight. Oh, wow. You're going deep. We're yeah, going, I, we're I had a real. conversation with my wife earlier, and I'm like, I'm gonna bring it up on the show, depending on how many sips of beer I have. We'll get a lot more beer in you. Um, I'm not doing but... it. No, we're already like over two hours right now. Yeah. All right, but uh, anyway, X. Uh, I, I, as a horror fan, yeah. I, I don't know what your review of it was, but like and Ty West and like, I think the guy knows how to make, like it's a tribute to Texas chainsaw. Correct. In a, in the greatest way possible. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's a, so, I gave it like a solid eight. I'm giving it a solid eight. I really liked it. Is I was something you'll he, revisit. I would revisit this. And also this is a movie that I would say to, to fucking as a recommend to people. I don't like, or like, but like, you got to know your audience for this one, right? You don't, you don't yeah, just, read the I'm room. not telling my mom to watch this fucking movie. Mm-mm. Like never, ever. No, because <laughs> then she may kill you. Yeah. But then, but like, there's obviously other people that I would recommend it to. So this is like knowing your audience and be like, oh, you're not into horror movies. You should watch X. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you get porn, 70s porn, there's fucking titties. There's a couple dicks in there. Oh, and some real nasty shit. Yeah, I don't know what I gave. I may have given this a seven. I don't remember what I gave it, but I remember liking it. I remember it was slow. I hated the old person makeup, which was like I think I brought on the show. Like that's what I hated about Midnight Mass. Um, mm-hmm. How terrible the old – like really? Like is old makeup like fucking that bad? I don't think it. it's weird that you say that because like I would say and you brought up Johnny Knoxville. Like I thought every time they do old grandpa makeup on him, it looks really good. Well, they got to hire that person then. <laughs> These... And that's just a bit. They're just doing a joke. Yeah, like, but on, that looks great. Because... Midnight yeah. Mass and X look fucking terrible. I, I didn't think I, I didn't think it looked terrible, but it, it looked like makeup like i knew that i was looking oh, at that's terrible that wasn't real yeah I, yeah it <laughs> defeats the purpose totally all right it's so then the other okay. the other movies i saw were were academy award nominated roundup oh so okay let's let's do the two that i saw that you didn't see or you've already seen and then we'll do the dakota the, the big the big the one two so, that i saw well coda wait we'll talk coda oh you want to do coda now academy award roundup dog oh okay i thought you wanted but me I to got fl- two, I, I got two others that uh, we're also nominated that I wanted to, that I watched. So I'll, let me get through those real quick. Oh, okay. And then we'll get to that. So I, okay. so, cause uh, when the movie, the Academies came out, like there's 10 nominees. For <laughs> I didn't know the, uh, the Oscars happened. I just thought there was a, like just a slap in the face. Yeah. And, and also was... with the whole, this came out of nominees. I was like, I've never seen any of these fucking movies. <laughs> and then they, the award show happened, And I was like, and I still haven't seen any of these movies, but I'm making it a point to like, watch all the best picture nominees. All right. So what'd you get? What'd you get to this? So week? I watched Dune. Dune. I don't know if you've seen Dune. I saw Dune. I fucking hated Dune. <laughs> I, I will never watch Dune 2. I will. I am so happy that I saw this because I can avoid watching the sequel that is coming out, uh, either this year or next. Like I fucking hated this movie. I, it's like it's it's i don't like this like it was i couldn't get into the world that they were putting us in i was just like what the fuck is happening and there's like spice 
I'm like, is this a Mandalorian episode or fucking Bubba Fett or something? <laughs> Talking about Spice Wars. And then I hated the kid. Like, I don't like this guy. I hated all the dream sequences. Like, the fucking 10 minutes can't go by without us going back to this kid's dreams. Uh-huh. Fuck that shit. It's stupid. Uh, I hate it. Like, I hate... And I get this is based on a book that came out before a lot of shit. But I'm over this, like, oh, it's he's the one. Is he the one? I don't know if he's the one. He's the one. He just doesn't know it yet. Like, how many fucking movies have we seen this scenario play out? And I don't give a fuck. Mm. I fucking... Five on ten. Wow. I, like it. I Visually, remember... Like, and here's the thing. I realized, like, this director who also did Blade Runner 2049, I didn't like that shit either. No! It's like, I don't know. You I don't fucking hate Delanova. Like, I like Enemy. I really mm. like Enemy. I like his smaller shit. I like Prisoners, Enemies, so maybe he just needs to work with Jake Gyllenhaal some more. <laughs> Gyllenhaal. Like, I don't. I did not like this or that. So it's a sci-fi. Like he, it's very visual, and I can appreciate that shit. But like, dude, you're making a movie about sand dunes. It, it, don't get all. You don't get that fancy. It's fucking sand dunes. <sighs> I don't remember what I gave this. I remember getting through it and enjoying. Um, like I got through it and I I, I kind of liked it. I I just don't think like like I'll never watch this again. Oh, it's a chore. It was a chore. You got through it. That's I got that's through it. Something you you made your way. You. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And we got Oscar Isaac in this. Yeah, like uh, Josh Brolin and fucking uh, uh, forget the mom. She's hot. She's uh, oh, it. she's from Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M- Michelle. Uh, no, no, uh, the other one. Um, I'll look anyway. her up just to give, pay respects to. Uh... Just pay respects to her. Not pay respects. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson and yes, Z- Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Uh, I, what a waste of fucking time. And I can't believe it was nominated for all the Oscars. Listen, I, I, can, I, can see, I can see I can see you not liking this. But there's, there's a lot of people, I think, on, on this network that really – they love it. <laughs> they love it? That's great. You guys I think they really like it. You can have your Dune. I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. I just could not. I couldn't this get is games. Best Picture? This is a Best Picture nominee. I, I don't see that. No. And it didn't win. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I, think it won a, I think it won some. Um, uh, effects. The effects shit. Right? Yeah. The I mean. Shit. For the but, giant and like fucking... that looked fine. But like whatever. It's a giant butthole worm thing comes out of the earth. Yeah. We saw that in fucking 1983 <laughs> in the fucking sands of fucking Tatooine. Yeah, fucking I mean, Sarlacc, and, I, but... and I try, like, I understand this all. This the source came before Star Wars, so basically, Star Wars just ripped off of this whole. World. I actually found that out while I was reviewing it, or after I looked it up, like that Dune came before Star Wars because he kind of has like the Force. Oh yeah, there's the Force. There, the one, like he's the one. He doesn't. And like, know I he's get it. Like, like I acknowledge the fact that Dune came prior to Star Wars. Guess what? Star Wars is my thing. I didn't see Dune until this Dune. I never saw yeah. any of the other movies or read any of the books. So, right. And you're making a movie based on source material that came out, but your movie comes out after all those. You can't get away with it. Like you can't get away from it. It's being ha- just yeah, like it's all hard. Those other things. It's hard not to think of Star Wars. But that Wars. doesn't matter because I still fucking was just bored to tears, and I did not like it, whether it was fucking Star Wars ish or not. I just not my thing. So. Dude, five on five ten. Ten. The other Love one it. I saw was Licorice Pizza. 
This okay. Is Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Um, great soundtrack. Interesting story. I, you know, at one point in my life, Paul Thomas Anderson was my favorite director of all time. Wow. You back to back Boogie Nights with Magnolia, and like oh. you're a fucking legend in my book. Don't um, tell Jim Law you like fucking Magnolia. <laughs> but this one, uh, and uh, and I've seen like, but 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 that you know, then he sort of went to Punch Drunk Love and some other stuff, and they're fine movies, but they're not my favorite. I love but, Punch uh, Drunk Love. Licorice Pizza was it was all right. Like it was uh, they you know it was it gets a little like. <laughs> The love story between this kid who's infatuated with this like twenty something year old, and then they're like business geniuses, and they're fucking making money and working deals and doing things. Um, yeah, like it was, it was good. I like that they use sort of real people. Mm-hmm. I thought the kid was kind of annoying though. After a little while, like he was a little too cocky, and and the fast infatuation with her was a little weird. Okay. Like I didn't um like I didn't necessarily see it sometime I don't know. Maybe because she's just a little too plain for me. It's not your type. It's not your type. Not my like I wasn't see, but like they're like, you know, in real life, sure, I could probably see that. But I guess it helps when me. you are also got the crush on like the girl next door, you understand why that kid's motives are his motives. Like Emil Hirsch's with Right. Sure. Yep. And you're just like, oh, this girl's not my type. Why why are we uh pursuing this too much so much? And like he's really pursuing it. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> and like this the whole thing is the whole movie is based on his pursuit of like fucking getting her to like, you know, be in love with him or whatever. And then and then at one point he finds some some other ass to go after and then she's upset. So it was good. I, it was fine. It How'd was you like, like the six. Bradley Cooper stuff? He was crazy. I actually liked his character. I thought it was a good um, and entertaining. Like, he's the comic relief of this movie. And that seems great, too, with the hill uh, and, like, the, in the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, and, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right? That's the, a great the fucking shield, Like, you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. And yeah. it's very stressful. Like, the... Yeah, the rolling backwards for so long. Uh, that's such a great right. scene. That's like the good. most memorable scene. It is. Yeah, it totally is. Like, uh, you're you're absolutely right. So I, for me, it's a seven, seven on ten. Like it was good. I I'd recommend that to people to watch. I think Would I, I watch that again? I don't know. I Maybe. don't think I'll watch it. And I watched the cam version too. <clears throat> um, what the fuck does that mean? Like someone videotaped it from a theater? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think I'll watch it. Um, the only the only critique I had was I needed like um, like a time card on screen like two months later or three years later because he jumps from like business to business. Yes. And I'm like, fast. is he still in high school? Like I needed a little bit of a time card. I just, could see that. I could just see to that understand how far we were in their relationship. And he just fucking bought he like, you know, he buys storefronts and you're like, wait, what? When is and like this? how like, yeah, it was almost like, how is he doing? Like, you know, like I knew he was a, like a child actor, but like we didn't really see him do many. We saw him do one gig. Right. So like, I don't know 
if his residuals were off the charts. We didn't really see much. I wish we got a little bit. I mean, I bit. thought he was full of shit, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. He comes off as like a fucking bullshitter. Like, well, I, yeah, I just thought like at some point we'd figure out like he's not – he's actually not any of the things he's claiming to be. He's just a fucking kid. Yeah, you don't even get an answer to that though. But apparently yeah. he's got money because he is a child actor I guess is like – yeah, and his mom works for him. But, like, like the whole time I was, like, waiting, I guess. Like, they sort of set it up where, like, you sort of believe him. But at the same time, it wouldn't be that surprising if the movie ended and it, it was just all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But, be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't. So, Best Picture? No, it wasn't a best, it wasn't best Picture in my book. I don't think it should have won uh, compared to the one that did, I guess. But it was, it was good. I would recommend it. Seven on ten. Nice. All, all right. right. Do you want to do the biggie? So the biggie, right, the, the, the best picture winner, best picture winner, Coda, Coda, which stands now, for. That's funny you say that. So I, I was going to say, I went into this not knowing anything about this movie. This is what I knew about Coda. Well, you and me, I told you, I'm like, I didn't yeah. watch a trailer. I didn't just... watch a trailer. I saw the poster. It was about a bunch of white people sitting in the back of a pickup truck. I yep. thought, ugh, it's probably going to be real depressing, like. Manchester by the sea or like, you know, like I was expecting like it's an on, it's an Oscar nominated best picture movie about a bunch of fucking like redneck white people in the back of a pickup truck. Like somebody's going to get cancer. Someone's going to die. Yeah. Fucking hit by a car. This is sad. There's no way I'm ever going to watch this. That's what I thought about this movie. I was like, oh, and a one best picture. Like, fuck, it must be real sad. Like, it must be fucking depressing. <laughs> it must be the worst. And I mentioned that at like, Somebody at work, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Dakota. Anyone see Coda?" And, she, and then she's like, "Yeah, it was great. It was like, like uplifting and like it's a feel good movie of the year." I was like, "What? Like yeah. Coda, the one with all the dead people in it?" <laughs> she's like, yeah, it was like you mean like, all them hillbillies in the back of the pickup? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "No, no, they all die of cancer, right? Like somebody's dying of cancer. <laughs> I guarantee it." She's like, "No, it's like good. It was like really. I was like, all right, okay, maybe I'll watch it." So that we were like, what are we going to watch? So I got to get all these things. Here's Coda. It's on Apple TV. Let's watch it. Okay. That's where we're at. <laughs> okay. Yeah, same here. Um, I was I, I started watching it before it was up for any awards, and I didn't have subtitles. So then I, oh. then I stopped watching it. That would be hard, hard to watch a movie like this without subtitles. Yeah, so I stopped watching it, and then um, then I saw it one. And then I got really excited to rewatch it again. Uh, so here's – I'm just – I'm going to do a lot of IMDb um, synopsis from here on out. So uh, as a coda, which is a child of deaf adults, Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. She has a, a mother and father and an older brother. They're All three of them are deaf except for this youngest daughter. When the family's fishing business is threatened – Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her passion at Berkeley College of Music and her fear of abandoning her parents. So her dad and her brother fish for a living, but they need someone that can hear on the boat, whether to answer radio calls or um, what's the – Yeah, no, like they just hear what's happening around them. And yeah. Talk, or communicate with anybody that they come across. Exactly. Or go to town meetings with the fishermen to – Or sell their shit. Exactly, or sell the fish that when they come into dock. Uh, but she has a passion for singing and music. She that's how the that's how the movie starts is her singing on the boat. However, her parents can't hear her. Her brother can't hear her, so they don't understand 
this passion that she has for singing because they've never heard her. They can't hear her sing. They don't know if she's good or not. But she's fucking really good and I can tell that this actress is the one singing and she's fucking really great. Yeah. Uh, she has a fucking strong ass voice. But it's uh it's a very interesting story of this girl who wants to pursue this based on uh, her music teacher, her choir teacher who says you should pursue this and audition for Berkeley college. I think you have something and it's tough for her parents to understand that. Like, why don't you just be on the boat and interpret for us? Because yeah. we don't know if you're a good singer because we can't hear you. It's a world that is not even a thing for them. Correct. They've never. Yeah. It's it, they're just like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty great, pretty great story, pretty great concept. Um, yeah, so, so it took me a while to get into it because I was like, "What is happening?" And then I looked up the the thing. I was like, "Oh, it's about <laughs> deaf people." Well, that makes sense. They're all sign language, and then they started singing. I'm like, "Is this like Glee?" <laughs> yeah, you text texted me. you was like, "Is this Glee? Is this a fucking singing movie?" I had no idea singing was involved. Yeah, and um. And? And yeah, here we are. That's it. We're watching this movie, and it was good. This is a good. This is a good movie. Now, uh, <clears throat> this is one best picture. Yeah. Here's here's my thing about best pictures. To me, a best picture is a movie that is the best of the best, right? And it's very like to me, quintessential best picture is something that's very cinematic. It's mm-hmm. very like artistic. You're watching something. It's grandiose. It's fucking epic. You're watching a film. Yeah. And this is like a lot of recent best pictures. And that's not the only one. It's like a lot of recent best pictures, which is like as a good story. There is good acting and it is shot like anything else you would find on Netflix right now. Yeah. This could have been like a fucking screener that I got. Like it's fine. It's just it's just like your kind of basic filmmaking there is nothing like it's not like the cinematography isn't anything to call home about like the music's like everything else is just like it's a well you know it's it's the production's fine it's just like anything that netflix will build or apple tv or whatever but it's the story and the acting and and that is what makes it great you wanted dune to win is what you're saying i wanted something as no 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 i don't want Dune. (laughs) Don't, don't get me wrong but for me it just in my mind, when I think of best picture, I'm thinking like Braveheart. Epic. epic. Just something that's like, that's the picture. Everything about it was great. And this was like, yes, it was a great story. And, and the acting was good and it was well written. But the cinematography wasn't amazing. And the music wasn't amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I 100% agree with you. Like I think like Tarantino movies should win best picture of the yes. year. Shit like that. Yes. Absolutely. Like fucking hateful eight or something like that. Right. Like that didn't win, but like, no. you know, the other one I'm thinking is like moonfall, uh, moonfall, moon, <laughs> not moonfall. What was that other movie? Moon, moon. Oh, uh, moonlight, moonlight, like moonlight's very similar to me where it's a great story and the acting's good, but like everything about else about it is not cinematic to me. It's just like what it is. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy moonlight and I'll never watch moonlight again. No, dude, I 100% agree with you. Like I saw – I watched this movie and I really liked it. When you hear my rating, you're going to be like, what? But I've seen a lot of the best pictures and I don't think like really – 
I wouldn't have voted for like any of them. <laughs> like I saw Belfast. I don't okay. think, and I saw Drive My Car. I saw Don't Ammon. Don't watch Drive My Car. I will not watch these. You 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 may like Belfast. I don't think you're gonna enjoy <laughs> Drive My Car. Okay. All right. Good. Um. Plus, it's three hours and two minutes. Oh, fuck. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and it's all subtitles. Oh, God. No. Why? Um, but I really like this movie. I loved all the characters. I think all the acting was great. I love the story. We got the Sing Street kid. Uh, he's he's in this. Is he the Miles I, kid? Is he in Sing Street? He the, is. The dude with the guitar. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really liked the lead girl ruby i thought she was fucking great man i thought she like she felt so real to me yeah whether she was dealing with her music teacher who was another phenomenal character or if she was dealing with um like the suits or the higher ups within the fishing community like she was toe to toe with them i thought she was fucking great man uh, and yeah and, and interacting with the cocksucker she goes to high school with yeah. Like she just played the whole range very real. Like this is just like she's a high school kid. Yeah. She has to deal with all this bullshit. I really enjoyed this movie. And I'm not I, – I don't want to put the Oscar uh, cloud over this. Like I fucking – like I'm going to give this like an eight and a half. Yeah. Because I really fucking like this movie. I will probably watch this again. But as far as like – Best picture. I am a hundred percent in agreement with what should be nominated for a best picture, and and that and it all comes down to like th- those awards mean jack shit. They don't mean anything, sure. And whether we're putting certain things on pedestals to win, like Tarantino movies, like I said earlier, or like a Coen Brothers movie or something like that, like this movie is great. But if we're Putting it in or putting it up for a nomination or having it win, that's great. I'm glad it did. But yeah. it, for me, it doesn't feel like that, that It doesn't type. feel like that kind of win, like that kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, this is an eight and a half, man. I, I fucking this, really loved it. This was a great – you know, and I, I, I think with your <laughs> – I don't know if you want to bring up your, your deaf uh, – who should play deaf people in movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring it up. <laughs> But like I like the cat, I like the cast. I like uh, what's her name, like that uh, the deaf actress who is in like all like she's the token deaf chick in movies growing up in like the eighties and nineties. I forget her name. Oh, the mothers, the mom. Yeah, she's like, uh, in so many Jackie Rossi is her real name. Oh, okay, nice. Oh no, I'm sorry, Marley. Yeah, Matlin. Marley. Marley. Yeah, yeah. That that yeah. That sounds. She's like in some TV shows. Okay. Anyway, I always I remember her growing up. And she was in like any time there was a deaf world, she was it. So I, uh, that that's great. And I and I really like that this was a movie that explored like like deaf people or Coda. Like who the fuck even knew that that was a thing? Yeah. Uh, and so that was interesting to me. And it it, it shows you know like a, you know diversity and and all and all that stuff. Um, really liked it and surprise. So here's a, I got a story while, before I give my, 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 my rating. So yeah. I'm like watching this movie, you know, I'm texting you like, what the fuck is this happening? Okay. It's glee. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm watching it. I'm drinking. I'm like, by the end of this movie, I'm like three or four beers deep. Okay. Yeah. And she's at her audition. Okay. Yeah. She's auditioning. Oh, God. And she starts and she starts signing. Right? Oh, 
And I start ugly crying on my Oh, head. me and too! Cocksucker. For the, from that point through the end of the whole movie, I could not stop crying. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Because I was only like sort of watching. Like I didn't even feel like I was getting that vested in this movie, dude. Yeah. I was watching it. It was on. I'm like, okay. Oh right, my yeah, God. Okay, I see where this is going. And then she sings. And then she fucking starts lifting her hands up. And I'm like, I lost it. I just couldn't. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was waiting for something. I'm like, how? there's, there's going to be a way where the parents finally – hear or understand like i obviously the scene on the back of the pickup truck was emotional too where he's holding her throat to feel the vibration of her singing like and i'm like oh how are they gonna top that (laughs) wait oh no wait that's after right no no it's because that's when she's deciding oh yeah that's that's after her performance at the school yeah, that makes the decision before that 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 let her go audition yes oh man Damn. That shit was fucked up, dude. I was like, where did that come from? I was just it was like a surprise. Like it fucking shocked me. I was like, what is happening right now? Because oh, I was so... barely watching this movie and all of a sudden I'm so vested that this moment is what does it. Nobody's dying of cancer. Nobody yeah. got hit by a car. Like <laughs> maybe that makes for best picture. Yeah, like did you ugly cry? Maybe we're wrong. Intention? Yes. All right, you're a best picture winner. Uh, All right. It was great. What's your it rating? was fucking great. And and what I also oh. love too, so this is the last thing, you're watching this movie and it's the concert, not the audition, the concert. And the parents are like, what the fuck? You know, oh, like they're yeah. confused. And while I, while that was happening, I was like, man, it'd be really interesting if they show any part of this movie from their point of view. Mm. Like they just turn all the sound off. And within 30 seconds of me thinking that, they the sound it. went off. <laughs> was Wasn't like, that great? Right, they fucking did it. And it mm. makes it that painted that you know even much uh, better picture. So um, my rating, yeah, yeah, it's a very very strong eight on ten. Yeah, it was a very surprise. Yeah, it right? was a surprise. I, I like you know I told told the whole story about going into it, but this was like whoa, and the fucking ending. I mean, talk about fucking last week's question, perfect ending. Like this is like one of those endings. Like you couldn't fucking. That was a great ending. Yeah, that was. Because I'm wondering, I'm like, how they they gotta they gotta figure out a way for them to, which they still can't hear her. Which I thought they were gonna really figure out a way. I don't know how. Like I'm like sit on a boombox. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know how they were gonna figure it out that she's good. Maybe your severed self can hear. But I guess the fact that if she gets in or not is them. But I do want to compare this to um, – not that I want to compare deaf movies, but Sound of Metal, which came out in 2019 about the drummer. Oh, I never saw that. With uh, – starring Riz Ahmad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, that was, I, I that was nominated last year, right? Maybe. I think so or 2020 or something. I, I did not like that movie. Oh, OK. So if you're <laughs> – if you're looking for, um, you know – hearing impaired movie i go yeah. with coda Co- over a sound of metal the better one for sure. yeah here's yeah. the one thing though that's kind of stuck with me while watching it just a little nag like they're acting like she's the only one oh my god that can sign right like how hire someone the, well they do say she, that though yeah. how is she the only one in this town the only person that knows how to sign language like i don't believe that 
And they're like, well, fuck, if you don't, like, you know, the parents are like, if you don't sign for us, like, who's going to do it? Yeah, if you don't it's sign, like, our ship, our fishing business is done. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? She is not the only person who can interpret sign language for you. I think she has that argument with them, too. Like, same as, like, what we're saying. Like, yeah, she has that argument. Like, I'm not the only one that, you, you know, hire someone that could sign. Yeah, and I think they did figure it out by the Avarian. You know, I think they the, just wanted to keep it in the family. Dodge. Yeah. But it's it was a little weird. Like, come on, people. You're not the only, <laughs> like, other, you know, anyway. But it was great. Yeah. Otherwise. I oh, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you liked great. it. Great fucking movie. Coda, Best Picture winner. Right, so I'm me... going to try to get the other nominees in by the next time I'm on the show. Okay. Hey, if you want to try to drive my car, be my <laughs> nope. guest. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. All right. I'm going to just do two rapid fire reviews. Rapid I fucking fire. don't want to. All right. So I did a brand new Netflix movie that I dropped yesterday. Uh, if you're listening to this a few days ago, uh, it's called Choose or Die on Netflix. Choose or Die. Uh, starring Asia Butterfield, but he's not really the star at all. Uh, it's this uh, female actress, uh, Oyla Evans. I can't. I don't know how to say. Right, here's the uh, synopsis on Netflix, and I'll try to clean it up if it doesn't. I haven't read these prior, so if it's <laughs> shitty, I'll do my best to clean it. After okay. firing up a lost '80s survival horror game, a young coder unleashes a hidden curse that tears reality apart, forcing her to make terrifying decisions and face deadly consequences. Okay, that's fair. That's fucking terrible. So they find this old video game, they turn it on, and it's a choose or die. Um, not choose or die. It's choosing. Choose so or die. Here's Make here's an example. Uh, <laughs> here's an example of um, a scene okay. of the game. Okay. A dad. This turns is a game. This is a game. You're, we're in the game. This is a game. This is a video game, and it's a text based like DOS. Oh, entering okay. Entering <laughs> code like a text. Text comes up and it says. Um, it's it's a dad playing the video game. He's got a son and a wife, and the text comes up that says, um, "Her ear or his tongue, choose or die." Right. Uh, so he, okay. he either has to type in her ear or his tongue. Yeah. So he types in one of them, and then the other person takes. Takes takes it out or takes it off. So basically, uh, this game kind of possesses the people that are around you. And so we'll, you don't have a choice but to do whatever this thing just told you to do. Yeah, once you turn this game on and start playing, <laughs> okay, you have no choice or else you die. So you have to choose. Oh, you choose to live or die. Correct. The the yeah, the movie is choose or die. So you either <laughs> yeah. choose and kill other people or hurt other people or Just you die. die. And the game yeah. doesn't let you turn it off unless you choose or die. <laughs> um this right. movie's a fucking piece of goddamn shit, man. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Uh I didn't like any of the Oh, so this is where Robert England comes in. Robert England is the um voice over of the, the of the voice of the game. Oh, okay. But it's um like the the kid who's playing it knows it, and he says I'm Ro- it's Robert England. Like <laughs> Robert England's playing himself as the voiceover of no, the like game. No, Robert England? The, he's he's he, okay. Robert England so he's is, like he plays Robert England. 
Yeah, so the Nightmare on Elm Street lore lives within this oh, okay. universe. Not that that has – there's no tie-in at all. It's just that there's a famous person that is na- narrating the game or whatever. Anyway, right. this movie's a piece of shit. It's a three on ten. Oh. Like, you know, it sounded like uh, that movie, like, Would You Rather. Oh, exa- oh exactly. With Brittany Snow. Exactly. It's yeah. pretty much the same thing except this is a piece of shit. Except that it's way worse. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Uh, Shutter original. It's a 2021, I think, or 2022 movie. Um, it's called See for Me. Mm. So uh, we see had... for me. Like, can you see for me? Exactly. This is an impaired. Is this an impaired movie? This is a <laughs> vision impaired movie. Okay. There you go. This is a we're, okay. we're hitting all the fucking buckets. I know, and I want to talk about something else, but I'm not getting to it tonight. Okay, <laughs> when when uh, when blind former skier Sophie cat sits in a secluded mansion, three thieves invade for the hidden safe. Sophie's only defense is Army veteran Kelly. Kelly helps Sophie defend herself against the invaders to survive. All right. So this is kind of uh, – you and I texted and you said this is kind of like Hush. Right. Uh, right. They're in, a, they're, in a, they're in the house getting attacked but she's blind. And, correct. And Hush, and Hush, that chick was deaf. Correct. So this is like an ex-skier who uh, I guess got into it because I don't know. She just lost her sight. She can't ski anymore. She's bitter about that. She's a fucking bitch to her mom. She's a bitch to the fucking house that um, – you know, the woman who lives in the house, she's a bitch to her. She's a bitch to her um, friend on the phone, this guy, Cam. And then See For Me is the name of an app on a phone where if a blind person uh, needs help seeing, it's basically you just FaceTime and you show your camera. <laughs> it's basically okay. if you have no friends whatsoever. Yeah, if you are a lonely <laughs> blind person this is your way out yeah and that's the only reason why she um uses this app because she was being a bitch to her friend who was helping her earlier when she originally got into the house and she was being a complete bitch to him that he just like wasn't fucking answering her calls anymore so she's like all right i guess i'll download see for me and have a stranger help me throughout the house so we get three intruders into the house Uh uh-huh um, they discover that she is in the house. They thought it was going to be empty and she downloads the app and Kelly, who is on the other end, helps her defend herself. Um, but this girl is a giant bitch, dude. <laughs> You're not yeah. rooting for her at all. First of all, as soon as she gets into the house, she starts stealing. What? So you're like, fuck Wait, this bitch. Whose house is she in? She's in just like a mansion. She's just cat sitting for. Oh, she's not at her house. She's she, at someone else. Yeah, Wait, she's the blind person's cat sitting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she puts on a she puts a collar on the cat. Oh, so you, she can hear it. Sure. She could find it if she needs to. She hits a button and it like makes a noise, which comes into play uh, when the intruders are in there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's a bitch. You can't root for her. Like I'm going to spoil it because I don't give a fuck. Um, when when the three guys find her, she's like, "Cut me in on the deal." Like she fucking was like, "Whatever you find in this, you know, safe, yeah, take, take I, I want to cut." Yeah. 
Oh my, my God. like she's a giant bitch. You're like, fuck you. This movie's a three. Like <laughs> you All need right. blinder die, is that what it's called? C for me. <laughs> Get it at the app store right now. It's for free. Oh my God. That's a double feature on Netflix to stay away from, is what I'm hearing you say. Ah, that is shutter. Shutter. Oh, shutter. This is a shutter. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. The next is Oh, that's it. I got the roundups. Yes. Should we start with Nick Cage and leave the last roundup a, surpri- a surprise? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do, do a little uh, Nick Cage roundup. And that's about the time she what you want this week. Starring Nick Cage in a cool hairpiece. Did he do it just to pay his bills? What the hell is wrong with Cage? It's time for Nick Cage roundup. Roundup Nick Cage again. Roundup Nick Cage again. Nick Cage, Nick Cage, round up. Okay, remember when you were reviewing X earlier in the night, and yeah. then you're like, "Oh, they're making a porn," and then I said, "Oh, porn's gonna come up later." This movie may as well be a porno. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> without the without the porno, with well, there's there's hints of oh, porn here. There is hints. Of, you're right. Without the explicitness of a porno, how about that? Without the sex. Well, no, there's sex too. There's Wait, sex. Hold on, hold on. The dick going inside, uh, everything else you get. Yes, without the visual penetration, <laughs> th- this is a porno. So, um, the movie opens up with. Oh, we're watching Grand Isle, by the way. This oh, sorry. <laughs> and Nick Cage Isle. is in it. Nick Cage and Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey. So, Fraser Crane shows up. Worst poster ever, by the oh, way. It's the- is the worst poster. Okay. So the movie Random. opens up at Nick Cage's house. Um, a guy bolts out of the house. Because he was robbing the joint. He was robbing Nick Cage's house. Uh, Nick Cage shoots the guy. The guy crashes through his uh, wicker wicker fence. No, white no. picket fence. Picket, picket fence. fence. Thank you. Uh, picket fence. And then it cuts to black, right? Yeah. And then we get this younger guy um, having financial issues and kind of arguing with his uh, wife and new newly born kid, baby. Yeah. Um, he's like, listen, I'm going to get money. Um, you know, I got to just get some jobs, blah, 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 blah. Turns out he's like a. He's like a contractor, I guess, or like a Mister Fixit type guy, and but that's he's not the contractor. But he's not the contractor, <laughs> um, and this is where the two worlds collide. Nick Cage calls someone to fix the fence, which is this younger gentleman that comes and helps fix the fence. Now, Nick Cage is also married 
Um, and oh, also, we have a hurricane on the way. So yeah. this contractor, he's uh, on the clock. Like, dude, you got to get this fixed fence before the um, – before the storm yeah, this, comes. This is when the thing when I start thinking, what the what the fuck is happening? Because <laughs> Nick Cage hires a guy to fix his picket fence. Yeah. The day the hours leading up to like the biggest hurricane to hit wherever the fuck they're living at, Grand Isle, in like a decade. Like, wouldn't you just wait? Be like, let's see what the damage is so that when I hire someone to fix the fence, they can just fix the whole fence. He's boarding up the windows of the house. <laughs> if right. something's going to happen to the windows of the house, this fence is going up Dorothy like everything, style. This guy is putting worked all day to, for this fence that you know is not going to survive the storm. Correct. Why is he there? So Nick Cage also has a wife. Um they haven't really – they seem um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking they for? They hate each other. Yeah, there they it is. They, they, they seem like they hate each other. Obviously, this is where the porn um, storyline comes in where this um, wife starts hitting on the the, the con- – hey, I'm here to fix your fence guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, do you want to come in and fuck me? <laughs> oh. Um, and, and he – and, and – and we learned earlier that his wife hasn't fucked him since they had their baby. Six months. <laughs> it's brought up twice, I think. She's like, I'm not giving you it because I don't feel like it. He's like, oh, fuck. She comes what? out in her southern swag to the fence that he's fixing. He's all sweaty in his fucking cut-off T-shirt. Fucking, which, by the way, why is he wearing a fucking sleeveless T-shirt through this whole movie? It's uh, so annoying. What? And it's like the heather gray, <laughs> oh a little God. drop of water on it. You're going to see it. She comes out in her Southern Belle outfit with iced tea, and she's like, you want it? And he's like, what? She's like, iced tea. <laughs> oh, she, oh my God. This is po- I've seen this porn. I've yeah. seen this porn where the guy's like, I'm here to fix your fence. Yeah. She- <laughs> oh, I came to fix the cable. Oh, well, we're inside taking showers. <laughs> yes, that is this movie. Why don't you come inside? Get out of the old sun. You oh, know? you look real. Oh, and it gets worse, right? Because it starts raining, and then he comes inside. Ah, oh, it's raining out. I'm all wet. Yeah, oh, my car doesn't start. Yours. It's starting to rain. Can I uh, hang out? She's like, you can stay the night, honey. <laughs> um. Okay. So there's. Uh, we don't want to spoil it. There's some twisty turns here. Nick Cage and this wife um, kind of are not what they appear to be. On the surface, they have uh, a lot of issues. There's a basement. There's some things in the basement. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this. Well, no, here, here, I think your one element you're missing in your synopsis here, Pete, is that the whole time you know something bad happened. Oh, please, please clean it up. Yes. It's a story that the young kid who we meet earlier is in an interrogation room with Kelsey Grammer, who's the prosecuting attorney or the. Or he's the DA detective or, or something. He's the detective in charge trying to figure out what happened. And he's all fucked up, uh, the kid with the sleeveless T-shirt. So you know something happens. You just don't know what. And that's what the really you're trying to figure out. And he's telling the story. And you get to learn a little more about it. And he's, you know, Nicolas Cage is a fucking raging alcoholic. He just drinks and passes out all the time. Well, um, he's in for mur- – the kid is 
being interrogated for murder. I think yeah, you can so say you know that. somebody died. Something happened somewhere. But you don't know, like, why. You don't know what that – you don't know if it's Nick Cage or the wife or his daughter. Like, you have no idea. So yeah. that's the story um, for this movie. And actually, as you're explaining this setup for this porno, yeah. like, is this the prequel to X? <laughs> like, oh. Imagine- Imagine these two grow old together. Yeah. She just wants to fuck. And he's just like, I can't fuck you. You know that. Like, <laughs> and then they fucking lose their shit and go on a murder spree. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. It'll be like That's the new. Pretty fa- much this movie is a prequel uh, to X. Ah, man. This movie's you know fucking it. terrible, Ammon. So here's here's what I got when I was looking at my review for this movie. And then, like, I, I there's two reviews. There's the movie review. Yeah. But this is like my Nick Cage review. So let's talk about Nick Cage. Oh, like, okay. I, like, so he's rocking like his – he's like this handlebar mustache slash beard thing He's got the Winston. On. He's got the Winston stash. He got the Winston and he has his Con Air hair. Like he's full Con Air hair. His Con hair? Con hair. <laughs> right. And, and when he's on screen, like I thought Nick Cage brought his all to this role. Like – he gets real cagey. Oh, I mean, yeah. He gets real cagey in this. Like, if you like Nick Cage losing his shit and yelling and screaming and fucking just. He's got a lot bananas, of dialogue. Going to bananas. Like, he goes fucking wacky. Yes. In this movie. And so, on the Nick Cage level, like, I, I thought it very cagey. Like, if you're in it just for the cage factor, it, like, his performance is a seven. Like, it's good. Like, uh, I liked it. I will, uh, yeah. I'll see your seven and and not raise you anymore. Yeah. Whatever okay. poker people do, I'm si- I see your you're, seven. You're, we are on the same. Well, I'm matching. I'm matching. Match your seven. Yes. Show your cards. Um, <laughs> now the movie is a three. This movie fucking is terrible. Ooh, I have a four because because oh, wow. because you know there's a porn. The porn part. Yeah. Well, actually, now that we think, now that we've tied it as a prequel to X, I think maybe now it becomes a little better. But here's here's my biggest problem with this movie yeah and there's a lot of problems and, yeah and okay and um one thing i actually liked is that the chick's super hot that, the, that uh, nick cage's the, wife the super milfy played by uh caddy strickland i've seen her before too yeah she's super hot um but so here's my thing though this movie like the ending to me did not match this movie at all and i was like is this like from a different movie that they th- and what I mean by that is when Nick Cage comes back yeah, and there's like a standoff. Like a stand, the yeah. Line, like it didn't fit the movie. I was like, wait, what? Like what the fuck does this have to do with anything? And it's not like we've seen like Kelsey Grammer and Nick Cage. Like they know each other. We've never got a scene with them earlier acknowledging their relationship. Yeah. Like, He's like, oh, hey, God. Walter. You know, like, <laughs> like wait, what? Yeah, like, like, why? Yeah, why would they know each other? And like, he shaved his face, so he like he looked like a different. Like, he looked like he came back for some reshoots, and they act, like it just felt mm. like a completely added scene for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> because when it ends, it's like, oh, the House of Horrors, like that was you know, and she got caught, and like this that, and the other thing, and, like blah blah blah. Like it, it just was, it just didn't fit. I was just like, what? Yeah, it felt a little, like, tacked on. Yeah. Oh, wait, here we go. Here's trivia. The movie (laughs) ran out of money and was finished without the last two days of shooting. 
And then uh, what? They went back and finished it? <laughs> according to the director, some parts of the movie were shot with an iPhone. What the <laughs> fuck happened here? <laughs> the- <laughs> it, is a, it is a porno, like you said. They fucking just finished it with their fucking iPhone. The original screenplay was called Fancy Buddy and Mr. Walter. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, Nic- yeah, because the, chick, the chick's name's Fancy. Yeah. Nicolas Cage's lines were mostly improvised. <laughs> yes. This is the first collaboration between Nick Cage and Kelsey Grammer, and this is the lowest rated and lowest grossing movie led by Nick Cage. This is the this <laughs> this one. This Apparently, is it has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. It says, <laughs> <laughs> and we gave it a fucking three, three and a four. So I'm sticking with my three. <laughs> I can't get back out of it. Give it anything better. But Nick Cage is great. And the fact that he improvised the whole thing, that makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, that, what you said last – what did we review last week? What was that Nick Cage movie called? Uh, pr- uh, Prisoners Ghost, of Ghostland. Prisoners Land? of Ghostland, yeah. Yeah, this is more Nick Cage than that movie, I would say. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and another thing you said last week which stuck with me was the fact that he – that in, I don't know where you read that interview or something where he doesn't phone anything in. He gives it his all for every performance, and this this is the one that uh, felt like it the most. Yeah, out of the out of the two. Yeah, he get, like he's really yeah he gives it his all. Yeah, so wow. So that's okay. Grand Isle. Now, um, uh, just an update on the unbearable weight of massive talent, which oh, comes yeah. out I think this week on the twenty second Friday. Oh shit! It's currently sitting on Rotten Tomatoes. At 100%. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what? I told my wife tonight, I'm like, I think we should go support Nick Cage. <laughs> yes, you did. And go to the theater uh, to see this. That is a, I mean, it's a hundred, one hundred percent. Just think about that. Like 100%. We're at Nick three hours, Cage. by the way. Oh, right. Okay. Well, now it's like, this is the. Oh, actually, no, I, I take that back. Right now, it's down to 97. Oh, Ammon, fucking write a review real quick. 90. But look, at, it's not like it's from a small handful. That's 37 reviews. Oh, wow. It's probably just a fucking shit ton of fun. Oh, my God. It sounds amazing. It looks amazing. I'm oh. super excited. Neil Patrick Harris is in that shit, too. I don't really care for him. <laughs> he takes me out of everything. I don't know. Uh, well, we, uh, don't don't let them. No, no, no. It, out it, it's Pedro Pascal and uh, Nick Cage. I can't wait. I hope there's other cameos too. Oh, I'm sure there has to be, right? All right, should we? Uh, <sighs> let's get out of Nick All Cage right. roundup. That was Nick Cage roundup, Grand Isle. Do you want to announce the uh, before we get to the uh, sound the sounders? Do you want to just announce what this next roundup is? I'll, yeah, let me give a little context. Okay. So there is a certain actor came out um, in the last couple of weeks. The guy released two new movies in the last like week or two. Yeah. That's the one and only Chris Pine. Mm. A movie called The Contractor and All the Old Knives, and of course. We had to watch All the Old Knives, and that prompted us to also need to watch The Contractor, in which I said, you know what? Now we got to do a Chris Pine roundup. Uh, Let's get to it. Here we go.
We're gonna round up pine. We're gonna round up pine. Everybody ready to round up pine. I said nice hair. Nice hair. Everybody ready to round up pine. Pine. Round up pine. Pine. Round up some pine. Pine. Round up Chris Pine Well I opened up my eyes to round up Pine His films are demanding The final act is not landing Round up Chris Pine Round up Chris Pine I'll make you round up Chris Pine I'll make you round up Chris Pine I'll make you round up Uh huh uh huh Chris Pine Roundup, where we talk about a Chris Pine movie. Chris Pine Roundup, this was M&G's idea. Chris Pine Roundup, Chris. <laughs> All right, that's it. Oh, my God, that is amazing. I hope we do this every week. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Okay, Chris Pine Roundup. Chris what? Pine Roundup. What are these two movies that he's doing? Listen, this guy's coming <laughs> off of three Star Trek movies. Uh, what's that Western one you brought up to me? Oh, uh, uh, um, fuck. Yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> uh, uh, all the old men Western Brown. All the uh, <laughs> yeah, the Ben Foster, Jeff Bridges movie. I'm looking it up. Everyone's yelling. Cowboy, Everyone... cowboy in the West. Oh, fuck. Hell or high water. Hell or high water. There it is. Like this Man, guy. Don't don't forget he's in the Wonder Woman movies. Wonder Woman. Like he's got. He did a voice in Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Like he's you know he's a he's one of the Chris's right. It's he's Chris almost Pratt. an A lister if you really want to. He's the Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine trifecta. He's... <sighs> So just imagine those guys making a couple of movies like this and releasing them on the same week. Yeah, like it's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look at all. No, and and then and then I wrote I wrote a note down here, and and um, this is not a this is not a dig at um, you know the Chris recent Pine. the recent no the recent news of like Bruce Willis, but like is he going down like the straight to DVD VOD Bruce Willis route? Or even like the Nick Cage route right now. Uh, well, let's talk about these two movies because right. I think that might explain it. Because I feel like they both could have been released in the theater. They just weren't because of where we are, right? Like, oh, it, I don't see like this is like no. you walk through Blockbuster, you're like, oh fuck. No, I, 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 but, but I'm saying like from a, you know, production value slash star power. If this is pre-pandemic, like. When they released everything, this movie was going to the theater. Both of them. I'm thinking, okay, maybe the contract. 20, it's 2019 right now. It's 2019. These movies come out. They're going to the theater. Yeah, but I was feeling pandemic production in all the old knives. Oh, yeah. Right? We're in a restaurant for fucking 50% of this movie. Ugh. 
All right, so only old. old we'll Let's do with, only unnatural. All right, so here's the synopsis, Ammon. You clean it up if uh, it needs to be cleaned up. Two CIA agents and FX lovers, uh, Chris Pine, <laughs> Chris Pine and Thondy Newton, are brought back together years after a failed rescue attempt. Or I guess we should say a failed terrorist attack on a plane. And forced to blur the lines between profession and passion in this deeply riveting tale of global espionage, moral dilemma, and deadly betrayal. Okay. (laughs) I can clean this up real quick. Um, There was a terrorist attack on a plane. There was a group of CIA agents that were um, just kind of – Working, working that case, working that. That's a good question. What were they doing? Because, <laughs> like, I have no idea. I'm thinking. I'm watching this movie. This is that's not above IMF. your pay grade, bro. These, that... these are not IMF agents. These are agents that never leave the office, and I don't understand why it's on these people to deal with the terrorists. They are not terrorist negotiators. They are not even there. They're not on the ground. They're watching this whole thing from the news. Like I would the whole movie. I'm like, why? How is this on these guys? Like, how is it on them? I have no, right? I, I can't even answer that. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm trying to like run through the, f- the film real quick. I, I can't answer it. Well, they, they, they have no communication with the people on the plane. Obviously yeah. they have ties with them because they have um, they know people who know the people on the plane. Yeah. Okay. But, they, but... they're not in, like you said, they're not, um, interrogators and they're not what's the other word they're not negotiators, negotiators. they're, they're not, not even talk- on the talking to them they're no, they don't even have fucking cameras <laughs> they have nothing anyway thonny newton and chris pine work together they do have a uh relationship <clears throat> after this happens uh they kind of split up after this terrorist attack and then lawrence fishburne is in this he goes to chris pine years later and says we're going to open up this cake case we believe there was a mole in our cia agent group and chris pine you need to go to each one of them and kind of suss them out and kind of investigate our own team right and one of them's dead so there's really two people he has to go investigate yeah um and so there's a lot of flat so here's the so then we talk about the restaurant she meets him at the restaurant she agrees to talk to him they haven't seen each other in 10 years. This whole movie is a is a compilation of flashbacks. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so Chris Pine now has um, some manageable hair, but it's very um, moosey because he's like driving at one point with a top down, but his hair is not moving. Correct. But he has like a lot of it, right? So we have present day Chris Pine hair. Yep. And then we know it's a flashback to 10 years ago because his hair becomes like full of volume oh. and it's just flowing. Like, like all I could do in this movie is look at Chris Pine's hair and just be like, Jesus, that is a head. And then you sent me a picture of <laughs> the main dude from Team America, World <laughs> Police. And I was like, it was the perfect. It was match. a live action version of the Team America guy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's the guy. that He just made this movie so he could audition for the live action. <laughs> so that's how you know what timeline you're in. Because outside of that, and that Fandy Noon's hair is also different. Curly, like curly that, versus straight. Yes. Yeah. Outside of hair, 
there's no way to know what timeline you're in because they're jumping around timelines like it's, it has going out of style. So 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 they're sitting in this this restaurant and and they're in there all day and you know that because they get in and the sun's real high because it's like a view of the ocean or whatever. Yep. And then it's you slowly see it sunset and Ugh. then it's dark and night out. Like by the end of the movie it's dark out, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like Jesus Christ this fucking movie's been on forever. It's sort of dark but <laughs> And the whole time, this invest this interrogation, he's interrogating her, really. But it's really like this conversation of like, tell me about what happened. That's what he's like. Tell me about what happened. Yes. And then she starts talking about this story. And you you know she's talking because she they 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 focus on her when she's talking, and there's voiceover of her telling this story to him. Okay. <sighs> now let me just set this up. She's telling the story of what they were doing together because they're both in this CIA group. They're both players of this story. She's telling him the story of what happened. Like he wasn't there the whole time. Like, ah, yes, I was living the dream. I was working in the CIA and my boss was Larry Fishburne and he was a salty guy. But of course, you know this because he was your Your boss. boss. (laughs) You're just like, why are you talking to him? Like he doesn't know. He knows oh. these people. He knows what happened. He was fucking there. Like the way that they have it structured is so infuriating because it doesn't make now. If it was Kelsey Grammer interrogating her because something happened and he has no idea what happened ten years ago, well, it would make sense. Well, what's what pisses me off about the flashback? It's not just one flashback that we go back from the restaurant. It is. Chris Pine and Thonnie Newton in the restaurant present day. They go, tell me what happened that day. I don't know. When you when you talk to your contact, they jump back to that. And then there's that voiceover and it goes, yeah, but before that, remember when we did this at the office? And then it goes like back again. Like it's almost like Inception, but but not within like the same – um levels like it's just it just keeps jump like it jumps three times oh, back and, from and present. you didn't even you didn't even bring up the other interrogation that's happening with the other survivor of this job jonathan price oh yes so then you got to deal with that and oh like, it is a is, fucking is like, mess i'm like is this happening before or after the interrogation of thane new like i had no idea like what 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 when did this happen but his hair is shorter so i know it wasn't 10 years ago because his hair wasn't all fucking long flowy oh my god basically i sent you um a photo of mission impossible when he's talking to kittrich in the restaurant when he before the fish explodes yeah he throws the gum on the uh the fish tank so it's let's just take that scene from mission impossible and make that into an hour and 41 minutes. Yeah, except that scene makes even way more sense because that guy wasn't there. Correct. You corrected me. You <laughs> said, but if that guy there. was in the original room, like knew the story, that's where it would make sense. But it's basically that, where yeah, there is, is a mole hunt. That. There is a mole hunt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this movie's fucking terrible, man. And then they fuck each other. <laughs> they get like real naked. Both of them. I was like, I was not expecting that. From also, the stars of this movie like to pretty much give it all in there and show it all like for no real reason, 
either. Correct. Honest. Yeah, you see Thondi <laughs> Thondi nips. A lot you see of nips. P- Pine's butt. I think you see Pine butt. Yeah, yeah, he, multiple times. You see Lawrence Fishburne's cock. No, you don't see. <laughs> you don't see Fish's cock. Um, what was I going to say? Ah, oh, fuck. Um, besides, this movie's terrible. Just the hair. Just and also, what does the title mean? All the old knives are are like spies called knives oh god like, i have no idea. i was trying to figure it out too i'm like oh were you stabbed by you're at a restaurant they don't ever show them holding knives um <laughs> oh that's they show one. he drinks a lot of wine like dude the dude drinks so much wine in this movie uh, but i was to a point where i was like how is this guy even alive because he's every time he's he's in a scene he's he's down like he just gulps the whole glass of wine which is funny because he didn't want wine yeah, he's like, oh, fuck wine. I guess, I guess I'm drinking wine. <laughs> and then he fucking downs like eight glasses of wine. I'm like, dude, you are – how are you walking out of this place? Like what is your plan? So I think we were both watching this very close to at like the same time. Yes. And we both texted each other the same – at the same time, we both texted what we both thought the ending was going to be. We called the ending. And we both called the fucking ending. <laughs> And then I looked – I didn't look it up, but I looked up something for this movie. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I, maybe I just Googled the name. And the first article said, um, uh, details onto the shocking surprise ending of All the Old Knives. And I was like – Shocking? What the fuck? I call, this thing <laughs> saw this thing coming a mile away. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, this movie's terrible. This is a fucking – this is a three on ten. I also th- I wrote down a three on yes! <laughs> because like look it it should have been better than this. Everyone in this movie is better than this. No, I've we've seen this movie before. And we've seen it a thousand times, and it was this is like a movie you've seen a thousand times, but when they do it, like it's just not well done. Like I said, we in Mission Impossible One, there's a mole hunt, and it doesn't last that. L- I mean, I I think it's. I mean, it may be like the whole movie with the whole John Voight thing, but like, man, that is like intense, intense. And there's action scenes. This is sitting at a restaurant going through conversations. So many conversations, so many flashing backs. And then they're like for the quote unquote surprise twist. Then there's even more twisty flashbacks. And you're just like, what? And uh (laughs) Like, but what I was thinking, because I was like, if this is like, like, these are the worst spy agency ever. And then I remembered Larry Fishburne was head of the IMF in fucking Mission Impossible 3. And then I thought, maybe this is related. Yeah, because <laughs> so Thonde like, Newton was in Mission Impossible yeah, 2. Yeah, Mission Impossible 2. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what if this is the same fucking universe? But no, because this team doesn't do anything except make phone calls oh. and walk around their office building. Like the most boring spy job you can possibly come up with is this movie. You know what's funny though? How we we called the ending, right? The shocking ending. But I couldn't tell you the details of why and who. All I knew was it's this person. Yeah, totally. That's it. I couldn't tell you the how it came to that. (laughs) It didn't matter. Right? Because you just know you're like, oh, obviously this is gonna happen. Yeah, but it's just like I, I, I couldn't tell you why or how. I just know who. Yeah. <laughs> because you got it's all about who did it. Right? Yeah. And who did what? Like, what do they even do? I don't even know what they did. I have no idea. 
I have no idea what could have they possibly done to make the terrorists who they're not even in contact with kill everybody on the plane. No, I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea what happened. All, all I know is who guys, did it. All the old spies. All yeah. The old, don't watch this movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Don't. Yeah. Just stay away. All right. Unless you want to see Fanny Newton and Chris Mine fuck each other. You know what I was also thinking, though, while watching this? I go, you know what? You take out Jeremy Renner of the Mission Impossible franchise. I think I would take Pine, though. Oh, like have Pine step in as a uh, another agent. Yeah, I feel like Pine and Cruz could really bounce off each other. He was Jack Ryan, right? Wasn't Pine Uh, Jack Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I could, I think, I you know, while I was watching, because I had the same, I was going through the same things. I think you were, where you're like, why is this guy not bigger than this? He's got all the Star Trek movies. He's not. He doesn't have his own. He has his star trek franchise and i'll give him that yeah but he doesn't have like he's not he doesn't have a marvel movie and i think that's a big deal in sort of the era that we're in where like you're nobody unless you got a fucking marvel franchise it's possible but i do like his like i like hell or high water like i like his choices of yeah well i did i did like his choices he's in wonder woman i guess that's a that's the superhero franchise but he's not a marvel franchise but he could be like that's the thing. He he has it. I could see him if he if I could I could see a Mission Impossible with Pine. Yeah, I just you're not wrong. It's his choices are like I said. He makes great choice. He made great choices. Let's get on to this next choice. Oh, then the con- the contractor. Dun dun dun. Man, this feels like early two thousands right here. This was a. Um... This is almost like remember the movie Shooter with uh, Wahlberg, with Marky Mark. Yeah, like it feels yeah. like one of those like early two thousands, late nineties, like before shit like American Sniper was like called cinema, right? Like they were just cranking shit like this out. Yeah, this just feels. This is just trash. So the story. I'll do this. Yeah, thank you. So this dude, Chris Pine, <laughs> he, he's uh he's in the military. He gets dishonor or honorably discharged for the military hmm. and he he can't support himself you know he has bills his wife uh, from the community his kid he needs to fucking pay the mortgage and the rent and all the things and he doesn't you know the government let him go and he's fucking pissed about it so he goes to his buddy in the military which i thought they were actual brothers and then i realized that they were just like theoretical brothers yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, ben Foster from Hell or High Water. Love Ben Foster. <clears throat> ben Foster's like, dude, let's be fucking contractors like the title of his movie. We'll go <laughs> let's get let's, be the, let's be the title of the movie. Yeah, we're hired guns. We'll get paid a lot of money. We'll go and we'll be set for life. We got one job. We got to go with this dude, uh, Jack. I was going to say Jack Ryan. Jack but Ryan. It's, uh, Chris Pine? No, the other Jack. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, fucking, Keith. Jack Slater. What's that fucking guy's name? 24. Oh, fuck. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer is there and he's sort of a fanatic in his beard and he hires him to do this job. Yeah. So they go overseas and they do this job. Job goes horribly bad. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Chris Pine comes back and he's like, why you fucking double cross me, cocksuckers? And shit is fan. That's this movie. Yeah, you're right. You've seen this movie. This is a movie that's been done before. Here's what I didn't like because here's I, it was more it was more 
watchable than all the old knives. Correct. Because of the action. There's yep. some exciting moments. Yep. Um, but there's also a lot of dumb shit. And like, really, like, I mean, you like he's working on the roof while his kid's sleeping inside. <laughs> like, that was a, <laughs> on the roof in the middle of the night. <clears throat> like, that was bad. But like, what I really didn't like is they paint this picture of this guy, like Chris Pine. You're supposed to really like him. He's a good guy. Yep. And then when shit goes wrong, he is not a good guy. He is a fucking cold-blooded murderer. And I could not get past that personally. Like I was like, you did the wrong thing. Yeah, he didn't hesitate in the woods to kill. He didn't the... hesitate. He didn't kill the, the scientist that he ends up killing. Like that was fucking savage. I thought he was fake like gonna be like, here, here's put a here's a knife. Tie yeah. yourself. Yeah, uh, Untie exactly. yourself in 10 minutes. That would have been more in his character, right? Because the character they're trying to paint is that he is just doing this to provide for his family. Not he's going to go murder a guy who also has a family. And I, I thought we were going to get at least one contract first that was <laughs> successful. Like he, yeah, this, that's, I thought that too. This is the contractor. This is the guy's first job. <laughs> How's he the contractor? He's a contractor. And he doesn't even fucking. What if they just called it a contractor? That would have been a better movie title. I, I... Is, like, cause it's like the equalizer. Like, yeah, because Denzel's the equalizer. He will fuck you up. Yeah. And it's like the contractor. He has, well, he's only had one job and it fucking did not go well. No. <laughs> Do not hire this guy. It like, I was like, oh, I, I needed. One mission where he kind of has the trust of Kiefer and Ben Foster. He's like, all right, let's right. do one more. You know, this is yeah, a bigger like, one. Do one job to show you can do your job and that we can trust you. And then we're going to do another job where we're going to fuck you. I that think I needed that. Yeah. This is this is just like – I was like, okay, so that was out of character. And then like, okay, so then he comes back and he finds out he's been double-crossed. Yeah. And he's like really mad, and I get it. But he's, you know, his brother. Air quotes, his, brother. His, 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 yeah. Ben Foster is like, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry, you know. And and like, I don't know. His, I felt like Pine's reaction and like pulling him into that, and then what ends up having in a Ben Foster. Like, I was like, that was fucked up. Like, what did he do, really? Like, what did he do? He wasn't really in on it. He just didn't come back for him. Who, Ben Foster? Yeah, Ben Foster. Like, well, like he, it was his call. Well, Kiefer told him. To just leave him. Well, that he, I thought that he said that he was dead. So what is Ben Foster supposed to do at that point? Yeah, like, like I guess what I'm getting at is, like, I don't feel like it was Ben Foster's fault. No, I think he believed, because he obviously believed he was Kiefer. shocked when he took the helmet off. Yeah, exactly. He didn't know that it was him. So what I'm saying is then, so... So Ben Foster's just as much as an innocent, like getting fucked over by this whole thing as Chris Pine is. Chris Pine takes it out on him. Like he's so mad, makes him help him. And then the guy, <laughs> spoiler, dies. I was yeah. like, well, that was fucked up. Like he didn't deserve that. He fucking, speaking of fucking disability roundup, like his fucking kid in a wheelchair is like, now he doesn't have a dad because you were mad at him for like double crossing, even though it wasn't his fault. I was just getting mad at Chris. Like, Chris, come on. You're a fucking asshole. Contractor, you're a cocksucker is what you are. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> right? 
Yeah. I was just getting hung up on that shit. I'm like, dude, why? I'm like, I don't. And so by the end of this movie, like, I did not like the character. The contract. The, the contra- I hated that guy. No, like, they, they didn't develop him enough to whether – like, it, it didn't give me a chance to know him or to whether I liked him or not. Like, I liked him in the beginning because I was like, all right, I can feel for this guy. Get it. But by the end, I was like, this guy's a fucking dick. Like, I don't – I don't – like – yeah, it was it was hard for me to, and then at the very end, I was like, "Get the come stop!" And I'm like, "Ben Foster, no uh, bulletproof vest? What's going on here?" I thought the same thing. <laughs> In fact, I thought that he was vested. When me was, too. I, up, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense because Pine fucking had a vest on. He had a huge one on. <laughs> it was Foster. so obvious. I'm like, all right, he's got one. Then Foster's got to have one. Ben Foster is not the contractor. If he was the contractor, he would have had a fucking vest on. He was just a contractor. And by the way, that, that, that last scene, I feel like they did very well with killing the, uh, the people around the campfire. And then they were just dealing with one person after that. <laughs> it's like yeah. if Ben Foster just like hid behind a car. Yeah, like, like just stay wh- down. Where are you going? What are you doing? It was a yeah. terrible shootout. That it ending was a really bad shootout. They were not on their game. Like for a couple of dudes who are the best of the best. Yeah, the and they see three... that they're like, "Oh, Ben Foster's the best," but he says you're the best. Okay, so we have the two <laughs> best contractors right. ever. But yet, yeah, Kiefer the... and his fucking bare feet can get fucking Ben Foster from a, through the window. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, dude. Four on ten. I have a four too. <laughs> that's not, that's and listen, Pine, listen, there's no bad acting here. Um, he, he's not calling it in. I'll tell you that. But he's, he's, no, he's giving it. Pine's great. I love Ben Foster. I think he's one of the great uh, young actors. I don't know how young he is, but like. In three ten to Yuma, he's fucking scary. In um, thirty days, he's a good bad guy. And yeah, thirty days of night, guy. he's good. In thirty days of night, oh uh, yeah, bad guy. Um, he's he's such a token bad guy though that when he shows up, I'm like, you're the fucking bad, you're the fucking bad guy in this. I can tell. Yeah, well, he's well, yeah. Hey, he's our age, by the way. He's not. He's born in 1980. Ah, he's he's like, he's great. I I've never saw the Lance Armstrong movie he did. Um. Lance? He did a Lance Armstrong. Oh, he did. What? I don't know. What, oh, you tell he did. No, he did. Lance. Lance Armstrong, oh, right? The bicycle guy? What? Ben you know Foster? The, ben Foster played Lance Armstrong. Oh, did he? Yeah. You know the bicycle guy? <laughs> I know the guy. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I was saying his name wrong. You got me all fucking nervous. No, I'm just saying. Was the movie called Lance? Oh, yeah. The program. The program, I think. Yeah, there you go. I, I I've always wanted to see that, but never did. It never came across my desk. <laughs> um, but I love Ben Foster. I think he's great. Um, but I don't know. It's every time I see him, I get excited that he's in the movie. But this movie, man, I, <laughs> and I think Chris Pine was executive movie. producer on this. Oh yeah, yeah. He he. <laughs> He's making some weird choices unless – listen. But his hair was different, so I knew – Well, he had that like army cut. Because I was like, well, it's not the big hair movie. That's the other movie. 
but uh, the only other thing I could think of with this choice is here, and obviously the Nick Cage ones we've been reviewing the last two weeks, is maybe this was like their pandemic production where it's like I got nothing going on right now. Yeah. And I don't want to downplay their choices, but listen, they're they're rough. They're rough movies to watch, and it's maybe they picked up some cash during the pandemic. I mean, obviously, all the old knives feels like a pandemic film. Man, we're half the movie we're in a restaurant. Yes, this one's outside a lot. Um, they're in a tunnel for a lot of it, dude. When he's like, "Give me uh, twenty four hours in this tunnel," yeah. And then we're in there for like another ten. Minutes. I'm like, can can we get out? Can we put a title card up that says 24 hours later and just <laughs> fucking jump to it? What are we still doing in here? You know what the uh, alternate title for this movie is called? All the old contractors. Yeah, it's, it was called Violence of Action. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! They're like, can we find the most generic? movie title ever and use that they're like what about violence of action those are two uh genre signs at blockbuster (laughs) melded together violence action drama oh that's terrible i don't even know what filmed it oh here's the thing you're right they filmed it in november of 2019 so this is a pre-pandemic movie oh it's pre-pandemic though they filmed it before the pandemic yeah yeah i kind of I don't know why. In 2019, it comes out now. The movie is set in 2019 based on the fact that the birth date is. The what? A birthday? They're, they're, they're basing that this movie is, ba- is set in 2019 because somebody, the uh, the scientist's birth date is 4 oh, And then later they confirm that he's 42 years old. Someone did a lot of fucking math to confirm that. But- than the movie getting back uh, to that character best character in the goddamn movie the scientist yeah i like the scientist i fucking love him i did not like this i didn't maybe that's why we got mad at chris pine for killing him because it was like so stupid and useless yeah like, what a waste like that guy he was like the token scientist who's like he's working for the bad guys well he's anthony he's fauci really but he's not like a bad guy He's no, like I am a scientist doing science shit, and uh, yes, I work for like I'm not doing it for nefarious reasons. I have a good reason to be doing this, and they're like, "How about we kill you first? That's so stupid." Ugh. Yeah, he wanted to find a vaccine for uh, you know H one N one H one N one or whatever vaccine they had back in 2019 <clears throat> when they made that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he was so mean to the the. His wife too. Yeah, what a fucking dick. I fucking hate him. The con- what <laughs> That's what I'm saying. By the end of the movie, you're just like you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, why are you so mean to her? Maybe he was all roidy because Mary got kicked out for fucking doing steroids and shit. Maybe he was like, and he's fucking injecting dick. into his fucking broke. That ass shit leg. was fucked. His leg was fucked up. That was his crazy. leg was fucked up. Put a band. And then on here's that the too. other part that was kind of funny. Like it's a cool moment in the trailer because I did watch the trailer for this. Oh shit. Where he's running down the hallway and he's breaking the fucking the light bulbs. Oh, the light bulbs. With the gun, right? Yeah. And I was at first I was like, that's fucking cool. And then I thought, aren't you just telling the guy like where you are? Like I'm going to leave a, some breadcrumbs to where I'm going and I'm going to just – because I'm going to break all the light bulbs in the direction that I'm running. Mm. 
wouldn't you just be like, I'm the guy following you. I'm just going to follow where you've obviously been because you're breaking all these fucking yeah. light bulbs. <clears throat> that was a, a Mission Impossible. One thing, too, when he goes up to the uh, hotel room that he's staying in, he uh, unscrews the bulb and then crushes it in a handkerchief oh, and then uh, sprinkles all the uh, the glass around so he knows when someone's crunching. Word. Yeah. See? If you want a spy movie, don't Mission go Impossible. with Chris Pine. Just go with Mission Impossible. <laughs> Just any of them. Even two is better than this movie. Yeah, you get Thonde Newton from uh, that hit movie, <laughs> All the Old Knives. Where she plays not like, – they're just old knives. Oh, Sharp the old knife? I don't know. I, I don't love that we both it. called it. I don't know if that says anything <laughs> about how good the movie is or how uh, good we are. but I think it's a combination of, one, we've seen movies before, and two, that movie was shit. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> All right, I think it's time. We are Chris over. Pine roundup. I mean, I'm the... so excited you made that that sounder that I feel like the next time we're on, we gotta watch a Chris Pine movie. Yeah, we're gonna have to see even an old one or something that we have. I've seen. never seen the um, Jack Ryan movie. Uh, neither. We oh, we have I. If I have, I don't remember it. If I have, I don't remember either. All right, next time we're gonna watch Jack Ryan My... roundup. <laughs> Where Chris Pine plays fucking Jack Ryan. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right. We are oh, we are almost at four hours here, and the full binge is the Gangs of New York um, commentary. only the first two hours of this was going to show up, and then everybody else paid No, more. they're getting this. They're, the free they got two, an extra two hours this week, you free cocksuckers. They got an extra, yeah. This is It's going to be a heavy Patreon. It's going to be <laughs> a, like a six and a half hour, almost seven hour. Patreon members show. got seven hours. God damn. Freebies got four. Listen, That's we, saying something. We had a lot to talk about. We had some Oscar movies to talk about. We had Nick Cage roundup. We had fucking voicemails. We had Chris Pine roundup. We had Severance Spoiler. We had Stranger Things trailer review. I mean, this was chock full. This was a big one. We needed three people tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we needed to be longer. <laughs> all right, Emmett. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank all you the, buddy. Thanks thank for you having all me on the, the show. Thanks. Oh, thanks for having me on. Like, thanks like, for all thanks the, for uh, the binge right. listeners, the full binge listeners. All the staff, thank you, everybody, and uh, we'll see you on the next BingeCast. Later. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Binge media patrons will get access to the full binge, the binge cast four hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge media patrons also get other perks. So check us out at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to the binge media podcast network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.